Coming up on TMS, TV's Travis killed the radio Travis. Felonious monks. Hey, too early to get a meth sandwich? Cough drop unit. Dunaway gets yeeted. Only the Beastie Boys want ill communication. Kirkland pant heist. Crystal monks. How black is this mirror? What's Chris Jericho doing these days? You know I haven't heard of him. 360 dreams and dirty toilets. NES heist. How much for your best yabba dabba do? Sardines and kimchi with Tom. Therapy Wednesday with Nicole, Randy, and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. The name of the game is Ball Buster. Try to bust your opponent's balls. It's a family game. Fun for children. And for adults, it's exciting. You're a ball buster. Ball Buster. A great new game from Ego. Let's take a relaxing break and leave cyber stress behind. The morning stream. You won't get any dancing here. It's illegal. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It's Wednesday, November 30th, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Abbott. Hi, Brian. Hello, Scott. How are you? <coughs> I'm going to put it at 90, finally. We've got some progress. Ooh, we've crested. We've crested another uh, another milestone number. Yeah, I'm a little less nice. little less pooped. The cough isn't as uh, pervasive. Uh, I slept pretty well. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely an upward trend. So mm-hmm. uh, a week and a half after COVID, uh, things are starting to smooth out for me. Old Johnson's, old Johnson's got it back, man. We got it going. <laughs> anyway, uh, good. And, nice to and just the time. Like basically, I was thinking uh, the other day. Uh, well, I was thinking yesterday how I'm about two weeks out from my quick trip to Vermont to see my my parents out there. All right, and um, I have not yet had my BA booster, the newest booster. Oh, and you're, they say to get yeah. those two weeks before. You know, you're going to be in a big cluster of people and the BA planes Baracus. and airports and, yeah, the B.A. Baracus, which, yeah. I, ironically, it's for getting on a plane. Yeah. Weird, weird yeah. how that works. Yeah, you're getting on a plane is Hannibal is what you'd say instead of not getting on one. That's exactly, fantastic. yes. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking, all right, well, it looks like I need to do it maybe this week. And so I look at, all right, well, I'm doing uh, Couch Party Friday. Mm-hmm. I've got Film Sack Saturday morning, nothing Sunday. So it means, all right, let's get it done on Saturday afternoon so that if I'm wiped out, I'm only wiped out on Sunday. That's right, because you do react to these boosters. I yeah. react to the yeah. boosters. I don't react to the actual virus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would trade. I would love that. That would have been great. Sure. I'd, well, yeah, especially since for me it only lasts like a day, the reaction to the yeah. to the boosters. I would gladly trade for that. When I when I was yeah. um, at my worst, I just kept thinking, this just doesn't seem fair. Those boosters and the original vaccines, no reaction at all. Little sore arm, yeah. that was it. it was nothing. And at the time I thought... Oh, that means you're super immune. You got an awesome system that's ready to take on anything. <laughs> no, it's the freaking no. opposite of that. It was bullshit. No. You remember you, you had these worries early on because, you know, the boosters didn't have any any side effects on you that maybe they were just giving you like a little placebo, a little sugar water or something. Yeah. After your experience with COVID, maybe maybe there's something to that, Scott. Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> that's what I think. I mean, a lot of people have spent some time trying to convince me that, uh, you know, it just means that I my seatbelt injured me a little bit. That's all. Yeah, yeah. 
that really that's is a, all it is. I mean, I know yeah. you you definitely would have had it a lot worse had you not had the vaccine and the boosters. No yep. doubt. I'd be a statistic in 2020. I think that's yeah. true. There'd be no TMS. Yeah. Or if there was, Brian, I'd have to continue it on. He'd have to find some poor yeah. slub to sit here and do this. Yep. Um, uh, who would I? Who would I pick? Who would be my? So let's say, let's say uh, you go to the to the great podcasting hall of fame in the sky. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and I have to take over. Who am I getting in as as my Brian? Uh, uh, Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho. <laughs> Perfect. Yep. That's it. Yeah. They, we don't even have to look any further. That's exactly who it is. He's going to uh, every day is just going to be talking about my hat. That's this right. Is all that's going to happen. Is that guy yeah. still he's still uh, still a thing in podcasting. I don't know. Is he? I don't pay any attention. I didn't know he was a thing before I saw him the first time. <laughs> you knew he wrestled, but you didn't know he was doing this podcasting nope, business. Didn't even know that. Didn't know he was a wrestler until I looked at the program. Ah, uh, gotcha. Chat chat room yeah. says yes, Jericho still has a show. So all right. There you go. And it's you know, look, I don't travel in the the, the wrestling circles. The Joey image is my is my big, you know, he's the uh the stem coming up from the base of the 3D printer connecting to the model that is wrestling for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. That's all it is. That's the only connection. No, I it's have, 100% so. true. I know who Hulk Hogan is if you show him to me. I know The Rock's sure. real big, and I know John Cena's sure. doing fine. That's it. That's all I That's know. That's it. That's pretty much it. Yeah. And exactly. I know it's a, so. it's real to me, man, guy. That's all I know. Right. Is it sad that I knew who Sex with Emily was more than I knew who Chris Jericho was? Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe I not. Know. But I, you know what? I'd put my money on it. I don't know what that means. That's right. Uh, well, anyway, uh, welcome to the show, everybody. We're going to do a show for you here today. It's the, the the morning stream. You may be familiar with it. It's everyone's favorite morning show. And um, I'd like to start things <laughs> it was off. It's going to be called My Two Dads, but uh, that was taken. So it was taken. Yeah. That. We couldn't yeah. do it, unfortunately. Yeah. No. Uh, so I got to tell an embarrassing story. And now it's happened twice. So I, the first time I didn't even tell anybody, I don't think. Maybe I oh, did. Oh, really? Oh, you mean besides us on FilmSec? Oh, that's right. I told you guys on FilmSec. You right. told us on FilmSec, yeah. I couldn't remember who I told, but it was like pre-show, I guess, or whatever. Might have even, yeah, patrons to FilmSec might have even gotten it. Yeah. yeah, I think they're the only ones that heard it. Um, anyway, if you didn't hear about this story, basically this is what happened. The other day I had, let's see, I'm trying to find the two objects. Where'd the other one go? I already lost it. <laughs> I love it. I, I love that we're going to get a uh, a physical demonstration of this, right? You know, a, a size comparison. Here you go. So... Inside here we have a we have a Halls. Oh, I can't see it because it's the blur, but it's a Halls. Uh, you know, cough drop unit deal. Sure, sure. Taking these for this horrible post-COVID cough thing, and uh, they've they've been fine. These are like extra, whatever they their stupid terminology, extra cooling, whatever. They're they're like super hardcore, sure, uh, sure. whatever, and they work. They're good. So anyway, I reached for what I thought was one of these the other day, and instead of putting that right in my mouth. Well, an open one, that is. I put a tri- <laughs> wrapped, yes. I put a Duracell AAA battery in my mouth. <laughs> it was hap- that happened to be sitting right here next to it. Now, that would be one thing. That happened Saturday or Friday, whatever, and I told you guys about it Saturday. It'd be one thing to do that and go, oh, this is just COVID brain. That's not me. Yeah. I would never do that. stupid, whatever. But then it happened again yesterday. <laughs> and I don't have a good excuse for what the frick I was doing. But I just absentmindedly reached over here just to give some context. I have some like s- some comparative spreadsheet stuff up. So my brain is very focused. Sure. And I'm like, OK, sure. well, if that corresponds with this, then we need to make sure that guy knows this. I'm doing all this stuff uh-huh. for this st- stupid client thing. <laughs> and I just reach over nonchalantly, grab one of these and it enters my mouth and I go, oh, shit. And that's another battery. 
<laughs> Not even the same battery? No, it's a two. There's three just of them another, over here. Is your house just littered with AAA batteries? Well, I don't even... You know what, Brian? I don't even know why these three batteries are here and why there's only yeah. three. What has three batteries? Right, exactly. Well, uh... Three's not uncommon. I'm trying to think. I did just put three into something, and I can't remember what it was. It's like a remote or something? or a... Yeah, I think it was a remote. Yeah, that's probably something like that. I don't even know why they're here, though. I don't know if it was... Did I leave them here? Did Kim drop put them here? I mean, I have this... Are they full? Are they empty? Why are they not rechargeables? <laughs> I don't know. Do yeah, that's the other the thing. the environment? Is that I, your problem? Because I love rechargeables. Big fan. I got all those, yeah. like... Um, the uh, loops. Yeah. yeah, those are so good. They're so good. Yeah, although and I don't have any triple A's, I guess I need some of those. But, hmm. um, but anyway, I also got I got a really cheap Roku for f- Black Friday that I'm going to use for my TV. That's my old TV that's over there by the by the treadmill. So I'm going to have a better way to watch stuff oh, while nice. I do treadmill. Hmm. And um, maybe I brought them out to put them in in this, but I don't even Could I haven't be. even opened this, so I don't know what's in here. So you don't even know what kind of batteries it requires. No. <laughs> So why am I putting this stuff in my mouth? I don't freaking know. I don't know, dude. I don't really have a good uh, answer, except I feel tangibly better today for the first time in a bit um, from from the COVID thing. I just feel less beaten and tired all the time. And so I think my days of putting a battery in my mouth by accident are probably coming to a close. I think we're done. Okay. Well, let's hope. Um, You know, Squirrels on Film brings up a good question. Maybe you ate the fourth battery? Oh my gosh, dude. I don't Maybe like that's why there's this. only three? Nothing has passed that I'm aware of. What? Is the, why is this Fritos bag sealed on my <laughs> desk? <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. That would be really funny if I accidentally ingested a battery. I would have to know that I did that, right? There's, I would think so, yeah. yeah. But I don't like this idea of a missing fourth battery, though. It's freaking me out. All right, let's move these out of the way. These are no longer anywhere near... Uh, any cough drops, okay? They're just over here. <laughs> They're behind this Kirk action figure. Everything is fine. Okay. All right. Oh, one other Trust thing. You. Show yeah. and tell this morning. Uh, for five bucks, four ninety nine. It was a uh, one again, some stupid sale, and I'm a dummy. Uh, I decided to buy buy this uh, Master Chief action <laughs> oh, that's figure. The Master Chief on a park bench. Yeah. Except it's a it's a it's a vehicle. It's a vehicle, and I forgot the name of it. It's not Warthog. It's uh it's whatever the uh, SUV or SUV what ATV thing is they have in the game anyway it's dumb I don't need this but it was four bucks and so why why wouldn't you get this he's all articulated buttons at the elbows and knees you know he's full full master chief just you got here. that so that Van could have something to play with when he comes to uh, to hang out alright fair point that's how I'm going to justify it yeah. Even though this is totally, but you my have toy. to let Van play with it when he comes over. You can't. Uh, yeah, I can't. I oh can't no! Can't, it. Don't play with that. It costs four bucks. Yeah. I'll never be able to replace. I'll it. Never. How will I ever replace this four dollar uh, playset? But it's actually really nice. <laughs> like a really nice, like well made. Even the feet articulate. Um, it, wow. I can't believe it was only forty or four dollars, not forty. Four. Anyway, <laughs> that's the end of today's uh, show and tell. That's great. Uh, we have yeah. a follow up about your car. I got an email. Do you like to hear this? I would like to hear it, boy. Boy, could I use some some good news about this situation? So no, no any news. news any then news. you did you follow no, up yesterday? And it, I did. I called yeah. uh, this time. I called the dealership that's working on the car, and I spoke to uh, the, the the man of few words, uh, my uh, <laughs> service manager there. Yeah, who basically said, "Oh yeah, let me go check and see if your part is in. Um, I'll give you a call back today. Okay. Uh, would you like to?" 
Would you like to guess uh, if yes or no, I received a call back at all yesterday on my car? I'm going to say, given the previous performance and and how this story has gone thus far, mm-hmm. if I was to bet, let's say I had a $5 bill. Sure, sure. I would bet that he did not call you back. Uh, easy bet, right? I mean, that's yeah. basically like, y'all take the, the Patriots over the Dolphins right yeah, now. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. He did not call exactly like... Uh, that sucks. Yeah. And, and so so definitely talking about this email, we'll, we'll have some stuff to say on the other side because the, the, the uh, submitter, Travis, has some very good points. I agree. So here's what he says. This is from Travis who wrote in. This is not TV's Travis, different Travis, I no, believe. It's uh, Radio's Travis. Radio's Travis, yeah. uh, TV's Travis killed Radio's Travis. Uh, Anyway. (laughs) Hello, Scott and Brian. I wanted to chime in and give you some information from the dealership side of things uh, regarding this. I don't work for Mm -hmm. Kia, but I am a technician at a very busy Ford dealership. And to my knowledge, we have a very similar situation. We are fighting a battle on multiple fronts right now. One of the biggest struggles is a technician shortage nearly everywhere. Techs are leaving shops monthly and going to work in other industries. And we do not have people wanting to come back to work uh, in the trades. Uh, every tech that leaves causes more stress on the rest of the shop, which causes more of us to want to leave. That's a bad situation. Mm-hmm. Totally makes sense. It's a, it is a vicious cycle that does not look like it's got any, any solution that's going to make it go back up. It's a hard cycle to break. To me, it reminds it me, it reminds me when Google announces Stadia no one trusts that Google will follow through with Stadia because of previous oh, product drops. <laughs> so nobody buys Stadia, so they have to stop making it. It's just yeah. this vicious yeah. cycle. Anyway, yep. on the part side, we have massive supply chain issues. We are waiting two to three months for engines and transmissions due to individual parts, and the rebuilders wow. need to go back, uh, go on back order. Those warehouses also have staff issues with sickness going around and not enough workers. I wondered about that. Um, I feel Brian's pain with the lack of communication. Lack of communication. The techs don't know when parts will arrive until they show up in a truck without warning. The guys in the shop are paid by the job, so they would love to get this car or get his car fixed and out of the door so they can get a paycheck instead of watching the parking lot fill up with cars they can't get parts for. Hope this can be repaired for you soon, uh, uh, so we can get. Uh, sorry, so we can get more lift stories. Love the show, though, Travis. <laughs> Um, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, sure. on the one hand, it's like, I, I, I totally sympathize with that, but I think it'd be cool if your dude would tell you that this, yeah, exactly. Why does it take somebody, uh, who works for a completely different dealership for a completely different make of car to explain what might be going on? You know, this easily, the, the, the dude at Foundation could easily say, yeah, here's what's going on. We've got a lot of people out. We've been having a hard time bringing people back in, replacing uh, people who've been leaving. And not to mention that it takes a lot longer for us to get supplies now because the supply chains are dealing with the same thing we are. So I will uh, I will call you as soon as your part comes in and let you know what to expect on how, how long it'll take to repair. That What I just said took... Less than a minute, yep. right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, and it would and, go uh, a long way, right? You would feel, I think you would, I, I, mean, I don't want to speak for you, but I know if I were you, I would feel better about all of it if they just talked to me transparently like that. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So do that. Yeah. You know what? Do like the Ford guy. 
This Travis Feller. Be like the Ford guy. Be like Travis for yeah. Ford. Be like Radio's um, Travis, okay? Get in Yeah, there. I mean, Dice Tomato says he doesn't even need to explain all that. He just needs to call back with anything. For sure. But, you know, explaining why things are taking a long time definitely would save me saying, you know, him calling back and just saying, yep, have, part hasn't come in yet. Great. That just means, well, maybe tomorrow. Do I need to call tomorrow? But if he explains, yeah, here's what's going on. And if he makes me feel like I will hear something when something happens, mm-hmm. then, but so far... I feel like I've had to prod to get anything moving. I had to prod him to to talk to Kia about getting this thing paid for. I had to prod him to actually order the parts a week after I my they took my car in. They told me to bring my car in. Yeah. I had to prod him to say, you know, get the get the repair process started. Yeah. And now I have to prod him to call me back and give me information. Um the sad thing is, here's here's the sad the sad effect of all of this, and maybe it shouldn't be you know, maybe it shouldn't be just focused at Kia, but um, I, prior to this, prior to my car being in the shop now, the only times my car has been in the shop are to fix a recall issue or to get an oil change or, or just you know, normal milestone service. Sure, sure. Um, that car has been one of the most reliable cars I've ever had. And, and prior to this issue, I had no doubt that my next car probably would be like a Kia Nero. EV or a plug-in hybrid or something like that. Yeah. The the fact that even if I were to get another Kia, which which I know would be probably as reliable as what I've got now, maybe I maybe not. Who knows? Um, the dread of having to work with this dealership to get get um, recall work done, like other stuff, oil changes, other other technical stuff. There's some great repair places around here that I'd take it to, no problem. Yeah. But, but the thought of saying, "All right, well, for this thing, I need to take it to the dealership." Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, because the next closest Kia dealership is half an hour away. Yeah, that sounds forty-five minutes away. That sounds God. horrible. Yeah, I mean, I, that's what I, that's what I'm saying. And so, if their fear is if, if if they're straight with you and transparent with you, that you will go, "Oh, this is what things are like. I'm not coming here again." Right. That's and actually that's the, the opposite of what will happen because if it's happening everywhere, yeah. You can commiserate a little bit. You can understand, and you're like, okay, totally, well, I get totally. it. All right, we'll work through and this so, together. I'm part of you know, we're we're together on this, buddy. And you so know? you know, thinking about like, all right, and uh, a Hyundai Ioniq Five or a, a Volkswagen ID Four, the other two cars that I'm considering. If supply chains are an issue, if technicians are an issue across the board at all dealerships and and repair places, then it really doesn't matter what car I get. I'm going to have this problem and say. Oh, hey, need to bring in my car for this. Cool. It's going to be uh, three to four weeks before we can even take a look at yep. it because, you know, we yep. haven't been able to get people back in and blah, blah, blah. My experience when I was working in retail, various jobs, whether it was a restaurant and they screwed up an order or when I worked at a like a copy place, I did that for a while uh-huh. and yeah. we would mess up and print them wrong or something like that. The Always the best policy, no matter how annoyed the customer was, yeah. was transparency and honesty with them about what happened. So if I effed up, I would be very straightforward about it. I'd say, yeah, it was my fault. I completely screwed up your original. And you know what? We're going to redo them. I'm just going to need another you know, two hours for the full run or whatever. Exactly. But you, but you would say you would actually loop in the customer on what's going on so they knew what to expect. Mea culpa or not. You know, it's like any communication is is better than 
uh, as the Beastie Boys would put it, ill communication. Yeah, Ill, nobody <laughs> wants ill communication. Forget nobody it. wants that. No. Um, go, so. go back to br- Brass Monkey. That's what we want mm-hmm. after that. Well, anyway, exactly. uh, I hope he uh, calls you because that's lame. I'm he hoping should. so too today and, and uh, uh, just uh, ready for this situation to either be over or at least move forward. Yeah. Progress. <laughs> Something. Something. Three, Friday will be three weeks since since I've actually felt there's been forward progress on this whole situation. Yeah. Even if it's just a couple of steps forward. That's what we'll yeah, take. Exactly. Speaking exactly. of two steps forward, let's talk to this yeah. guy. Two giant leaps forward, no steps back. It's Brian Dunaway mm-hmm. joining us from South Carolina. Hi, Brian. Hello. Hello, Brian. Brian. Oh, he's doing that thing again. Got to reboot your deal and make it, it do its a thing. Different part. I blame Windows because Windows is really bad with Discord right now. Probably was. Mark's Magnolo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a, um unreliable. Oh, there he is. Hi. Hello. No, nothing. Oh, not quite yet. Oh, maybe it's something else. You still can you hear me? Oh, there, oh, there you are. Can. I can hear you now. Okay. So what I did was I was like I was like before you guys called me about thirty minutes before I said you know what I'm going to do I'm going to make sure we don't have that same problem again. <laughs> yeah. So I totally yeah. shut down everything, restarted, went in, did a test on the mic, 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 check, check, test, yeah. test, test. Yeah. It's like cool, 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 and then I restarted again. A gee, a gee, a gee. You restarted a gee. Are you still there, Brian? I think he's got some. Oh no! Some bonus issues today, perhaps. <laughs> perhaps some uh, additional problems. I don't know if you can oh, hear us, Brian. But you... We can't hear you if you're if you're saying anything. Like you you trailed off right after it having issues. A gee, a gee. It's my favorite kind of lag. It's ones that would just I feel yeah. like you're getting yeeted into space or something. Exactly right. Like like you've got uh, like you're a stuntman with a cable attached to your back and like you're <laughs> doing an explosion and yanking your yeah. body back. You're right frame. in the middle of an interview talking about how you, how excited you are. Then yee. Hello, Brian. Are you back? Hello. Nope. Oh hi. Oh, there we go. Hi. Oh. <laughs> oh, you said nope and then hung up. <laughs> going great it's going real good oh, and uh poor, poor Brian. maybe oh he's just God. got some shitty internet at his office today yeah all right we'll give him another shot and see if we can pull him in i know all i can right. tell you this there are a few things that rattle brian dunaway i've known him a yeah. long time yeah. very few things rattle him one thing does tech issues of any kind drives yeah. back, him up a tree back before we started sharing the patreon pre like the film sack pre-show because you start recording basically when we answer the yeah, the I just, Discord, get, right? I just yeah. get going, yeah. But back when he would have issues like this, it was some of the most uncharacteristically sweary, <laughs> angry Dunaway that you've ever that you've never heard. I love it. I love it. Yeah. It's just a side you don't get to see. Hi, Brian, are you there? Can oh. you hear me? We can. Ooh, we can. We can, hear you. can you hear us? Yes. Am okay. I glitchy? Nope. No, you sound fine. You sound great. Yeah. I hope it holds. Am- do I sound angry? Yes. <laughs> yes, you do. But you know what? I love that. Would that would be correct. You're my favorite. You're my favorite angry person because I know you to be like one of the softest, kindest humans in the world. But be, like you're you're a human being like the rest of us. And you have your moments. And when you do, it's great. I mean, if we if you knew you weren't on the air right now, this would be the most F-bomb filled conversation you guys have ever heard. We would go crazy. Or yeah, he would. He yeah. would. 
But okay. no, he's fine. He's here. It's all that matters, mm-hmm. dude. Oh, I got a call coming in. Let me take it and see who this is waiting for us. Uh, thanks for holding. Hi, who's this? Hello, hello. Oh, hi, this is uh, one one sleepy panda in the tent. Well, hello, one sleepy hey, panda. How, how the panda. heck are how the heck are you? Doing doing okay. Oh, that's fantastic. I, I'd love to hear that you're okay. I always want to check in on one sleepy panda and see if he's still sleeping. Yeah, see if he does <laughs> sound sleepy. I mean, it sounds true to form. Yeah. Do you do? You, is that nickname yeah, because so, you're a sleepy guy or what? Where'd that come from? I I am a bona fide insomniac. Oh, and, very oh nice. wow. And so, I I have to take. Uh, sleeping meds but if i take them too frequently i build up a tolerance and then we'll never sleep so oh, last night i sure. did not sleep oh, damn dude that <laughs> sucks you need sleep Ooh. sleep is good you yeah. want sleep i yeah. had i had a dream that i yeah. uh, weighed myself and i was 360 pounds and i completely had a panic attack in my dream because i thought i weighed 360 which is ridiculous i, I weigh closer yeah. to like 230 but 360 what the frick is that about wow I was so annoyed wow. And there was also a really dirty toilet in my dream, but I've forgotten everything about it. But I just remember that it was a really dirty toilet. <laughs> anyway, uh, the, none, none of that matters because we're going to play a game. And we're going to try to win you yeah. some prizes. And uh, Brian Ibbett over here is going to explain how it works. Brian? I will do just that. It's time to play the Tadpooly Feud. I've surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics. And Scott and Brian will have to predict the answers that they gave us. And uh, it's their job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing all ten today. Mm-hmm. Uh, one Sleepy Panda, your uh, waking job is more important than ever because you're going to be working with either Scott or Brian. And if your team wins, you get a prize package that includes Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Ooh. Whoa. You know, the M-E-L-E, mm. courtesy of uh, EA and Origin and, and our friend Wesley. You're also going to get, get a copy of The Golf Club 2019. It's not an actual golf club. It's a game, but it's called The Golf Club 2019. It's very good. It's the same devs that now do the the 2K uh, golf games. It's very good. Oh, cool. Yeah, okay. yeah. And also uh, the one you said prior to that. Uh, yeah, Mass that, Effect Legendary Edition. It's really good. Up-res 4K, better textures, looks amazing. It's very cool. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Big thanks to Wesley for uh, uh, for games this time around, man. He he always, that man always delivers. Wesley. 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 All right. Let's get to the game here. Put your hands on your buzzers. We surveyed 505 mm-hmm. tadpoolers and asked them their response to this. Okay. What's your favorite non-Mario NES game? Scott. The Legend of Zelda. Show me the Legend of Zelda. Kind of of low-hanging fruit. Number one answer on the board. Yeah, that fruit couldn't have (laughs) hanged any lower. No, it's basically scraping the ground, that fruit. So, uh, since no answers can beat it, Scott, you have both control of the board and also control of one sleepy panda. Uh, Well, it's more like I think he has control of me. So, uh, Panda, do you have anything that (laughs) jumps to your head and makes you think, oh, yeah, that's got to be on this list? Uh, the uh, Metroid series. Oh, that's good. Metroid. Metroid, yes. Metroid 1. That was what I was going to say. Yeah, and, and NES Metroid 1 is a good call. Brian, we'll say Metroid. Right. Let's say Metroid. Show me Metroid. Ooh. Nice job. Number four on the list. By the way, I did combine. So if they said Legend of Zelda 2 or, or Legend of Zelda 3 mm. or whatever, I did combine everything mm. all into one. Although I don't think. Zelda I don't know if anyone said Zelda was, 2. Yeah. Yeah, two, uh, one and two were there, and then three. Where did three show up? Uh, Super NES? Oh, yeah, and that was just was called uh, Zelda. 
what the hell is that called? Yeah, I know. I Link know. to the past. Link to the past. It was Jeez. Link to the past. Okay, yeah, yeah, was, yeah. yeah. They didn't give it a number. It didn't sound my, right. My I started to say that. It didn't sound right to me. But, Link to the past uh, is so good. Link Between Worlds is also a very good uh, 3DS game. It's amazing. Anyway, um, uh, okay. My brain wants to say Punch Out. Punch Out was a very popular game. So sure, out. sure. All right, show me Punch Out. Yeah, Mike Tyson's Punch Out number seven. Big or points. Or just regular Punch Out. Glass Joe taking it on the chin right there. Yeah, Glass Joe, man. Mm. Never forget. Had, uh, let's see, the arcade version. No, no, no. The home version had Mike Tyson. Right. The arcade version was just Punch Out. Right. And then later, yeah. all the Punch Outs stripped him out of it because their deal went south. <laughs> um, uh, what, uh, Panda, you got anything jumping to your head? Yeah, the, uh, the other half of the Metroidvania namesake. Castlevania. Oh, yeah, Castlevania, great one. Castlevania. Sure. Mm-hmm. All right, show me Castlevania. Oh, amazingly, what? Oh, what? amazingly, uh, Castlevania. Not till number fourteen do we see it on the list. Damn, not just no, one, two, and three were all there. They were huge on there. I'm shocked by this. All right. Yes. Yeah. Weird, Brian Dunaway. Shocked over to you, Mister Dunaway. Let's see. Uh, let's see how you can do over here. I'm going with. The curb, curb, Kirby, little, oh, Kirby. little pink chewing gum, bubble gum guy. Yeah, sure. Is he a ghost? Is he gum? We don't know. Mm. Show me, <laughs> Kirby. <laughs> what? Come on. Yeah, Kirby. I'm, I was amazed by this one too. Number fifteen, just below Castlevania, actually tied for 14th place with uh, Castlevania. I don't know you people is, at all. Uh, is Kirby? Damn. Okay, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna go with uh, the Final Fantasy. Uh, one There's in, a good one. That was my other in one. In America, we got yeah. one and two, but I think two was actually three, or however it worked. But anyway, early early Final Fantasies, we'll say. Let's just say any Final Fantasy. The, the first fantasy to the Final Fantasy. Show me Final Fantasy. Oh, Number eight. There you go. Looking good. Looking good. Big pointies. Looking better. Uh, oh, boy. We're getting in the weeds now. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's say? What's say? Come on! What yeah. is number two? Yeah. Uh, let's go with the uh, the Mega Man. Oh, Mega Man! Duh, Mega Man! Mega Man! Mega Man. Yeah. The radio room. The radio. Show room. me. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> number ten. Big points on the board for you guys. Oh my gosh! Uh, that put us to thirty. 30. Damn. Yeah, what do we got? Fifteen, twenty, three, twenty. Oh my gosh! Right now. Oh, actually, no. You guys are yeah. You guys can't be can't be beat. We can't be beat. Officially, you officially won one sleepy panda. Can we not be tied? We can't even be tied. Uh, Nine, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. The most that Brian Dunaway can get right now is twenty-five. That's a shame. Uh, Does do the duck hunt business with the gun and that? Oh, sure. Duh, Uh, duck hunt. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Show me duck hunt. Oh, number two, yeah. what? Number two. People, wow. uh, you know, it was their favorite probably so was, because they got the, the version with exactly. the blaster. And, uh, yeah. you, that's got, all they, you got the two-pack. You got the Mario and the Duck Hunt together. Exactly. That's, that's all they got. could play yeah. until their birthday. Like, they got it for Christmas, and that's mm. all they could play until their birthday when they got another game. This is my this is my favorite, but why? Because yeah. it's the only one I have. It's all I have. <laughs> exactly. Remember Hogan's Alley? That was a fun light game gun. Or light gun yeah, game. Yeah, it was good. Light game gun. Uh, I'm gonna like I'm gonna throw like one out with here. The robot and the little gyroscopes that you'd have to like put the gyroscopes onto the Robbie the, the robot. Ah, Robbie right. the, robot. the little plat, the little thing to make the what was his name. Yeah, it was Robbie. Things open up. I, I want Rob, I, I want one. 
and I never right. got one, and I would love one now, and I wouldn't even need to use it. I just want one to sit there. They're probably really hard I to get. I stole it. I stole it from Montgomery Ward. Whoa. Look at you with your the whole, the whole thing. I went into Montgomery Ward. This was, listen, listen kids, I was a bad seed back then. Mm. Went into Montgomery Ward. I found an empty uh, register area, yeah. and I tore off a big chunk of the orange Montgomery Ward's tape that they put on things that were too big to fit in a Montgomery Ward's bag. Yeah. And then I grabbed a uh, a Nintendo, whole big box thing with the the gyroscope oh and the God. robot and everything. I stuck that I, as I went down the stairs between the two levels or escalator. I stuck the tape on so they wouldn't see me on either of the two levels. And then I just walked out the front door. Oh my lord! <laughs> and, and I carried it home on my bike, like <laughs> I rode my bike. <laughs> what Who this are morning? you? Did you did you ever get caught and get punished? No. No, no. I never wow! Did. I never did, and finally, this is not my, like an after-school special at all. No, I know. I never, I never had to do like a, you know, like, oh, this was the time he got caught that changed his ways. It was just basically like, oh man, can all I, right, I'm going does, down a bad Montgomery road. Does Montgomery Ward even still exist? No, I put them out of business. Me. They, yeah, they, that was they, the they went bankrupt because of a stolen NES. Wow. My wife just this morning said, "Who? What kind of people pull up their car to people's houses and take their <laughs> their uh, packages off their driveway?" <laughs> Now, see, I wouldn't steal from other people. No, no. <laughs> I'd steal from the <laughs> just big from box big companies. Big, big yeah. re- I'd steal big a big retail. box from a big box realtor retailer. <laughs> sure, sure. Watch out, Costco. Your water bottles life is limited. Mm, that's right. Uh, it's time uh, for me to take some Kirkland pants. Yeah, they got them. They got them. Uh, hey, uh, there, Panda. You got a? You got another call here? Or anything? Yeah. Uh, let's do a Tetris. Tetris, Tetris. is a big one. Sure. That's sure. A good one. Good one. Yeah, yeah. And I pulled out of those uh, boxes uh, once the Russians get their uh, yeah. get their greasy mitts on it. Show me <laughs> Tetris number three. Yep, number three. Oh, so I love when we cleared the board here. We um, cleared uh, one through four, seven, eight, and ten. So just five, six, and nine left on the board. I know one that I loved, but I don't know if it's going to be on here. But since we already won, I feel like I'm okay to say it. I'll just yeah, you say guys, this is like where you can kind of go go Maverick. A yeah, little bit. I'm going to go. Balloon fight. Oh, sure. <laughs> I oh, like balloon fight sure. a lot. Man, those so. can hurt if you get <laughs> yeah. really hard enough with them. Yeah. Uh, show me balloon fight. Ah, you guys don't know uh, what a good video game is. Balloon fight did. People did say balloon fight. Where is it? Um, so balloon fight is basically a joust ripoff. There it That's is. Great. It was number 27. Okay. Of all the joust ripoffs, it's the best. It's a very good ripoff mm. of joust. Mm-hmm. Anyway. It's not bad. It's yeah. not bad. All right, done away. What do you think there, dude? Well, this is one that people always tell me they had and loved. It's Excite Bike. I just oh. don't know if they would have. Yeah. That's a Everybody good one. That one. Yeah. Excite a bike. Excite a bike. <laughs> Excite a bike. Yeah. Uh, Excited right, show bike. Me, show me the uh, Excite a bike game. Yeah. Number six. Oh, yeah. A lot of people. Uh, 17 people said that Excite Bike was their favorite non Mario NES game. Yeah. It, gets people, them, it gets them excited, right? Yeah. Sure. Sure. That, that, game that was is very one popular. Excite Bike. <laughs> excite oh. a bike. I'll tell you what. Uh, we already said, <laughs> let's see. How about um, I'm going to say it because we're playing it. I'm going to go with Dragon Warrior. Dragon Warrior, also known as uh, Dragon Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest. Yep. That's when it was released right. in, you, the US. in the U.S. It was right? Dragon Warrior. Yeah. That's yeah. what it was. It was flipped. That's right. Sure. They changed Show that me... later, but thankfully, that's now Dragon Quest across the board. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Right. All right. Show me Dragon Quest slash Warrior. 
Oh, oh man. number 20 on the list. I thought we'll it might have been some JRPG fans in there. Guess not. Huh? Well, you got I the Final combine. Fantasy, but yeah. You know. uh, I know. I, I can't think of any more games. Five and nine left on the board. Um. Oh, my gosh. What was the thing people freaked out about? What other big IPs? This is one more strike, there? right? And you guys are going to win. That's right. This yeah. is, your last, is your last guess. The things I was thinking about was... Uh, people, I didn't care for the the turtles on the NES, but everybody always seems to like that. The Ninja Turtles, turtles, yeah. That you know what? Uh, you know what? I'll yeah. Let's say turtles. Ninja Turtles was the SNES Ninja Turtles was way better, but let's just say Ninja Turtles. Way better. Yeah. Sure. Going for those heroes on a half shell. All right. Show me Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ah, uh, triple. Oh, really? Uh, number twenty three. People okay. said it, but not many. Not many. What else you guys think? What do you guys think? Well, anything? I don't know. We're going to help other... you now. Let's help you now. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're, yeah. Just, we're just trying to clear the board right now. You won regardless. We're yeah, that's true. To see what exactly. we can... Panda, yeah. do you have a, one that we haven't thought of? The the Tadpool is screaming Contra. Oh, duh. Contra oh, that's big. a good one. Yeah. Contra. Good one. yeah. I mean, it gave us that room. code. Yeah, it gave know, us the Konami yeah. code. Oh. Yeah. Man. All right. Show me up, down, up, down, left, right. Uh, a B Start. select whatever it was. Whatever oh, it was. two, two, uh, two up down. No, up down, up down. Left, right, left, right. A B select. I think so. Yeah, I never remember. All right, it. show me that. Yeah. Number five. Well go. done. Very yep. good. B A select. Okay, thank you, Dice Tomato. Thanks. Um, one more. Now I'm thinking. Right, we got what we got. One more, we can clear the board. Let's do it. Um, we've already we did mention Punch Out, right? We we yeah. edged them you out. You guys right? did mention yeah. Punch Out. Yep, that was number seven. Yeah, that was one of the first ones. That was one of the first ones we did. Say again. What'd you say? I was wondering if there's like any other sports games that could fit. The oh, I was um, I was very uh, small, yeah. There's didn't play um, any, but. ice hockey was popular because it had the three. Oh, you had a fat, you had a fat guy, middle guy, and a skinny guy. Was how you picked your teams. Oh, Tecmo Bowl. Jeff is a geek. Says Tecmo Bowl. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, now I'm now I'm seeing the chat room bust up with some Tecmo Bowl. You know what, Tecmo Bowl? <laughs> that's, a good one. that's a good one. Yep, I agree All with right. it. Cool. Tec- right. Tecmo Bowl. Let's do it. Show me Tecmo Bowl. Oh, oh Tecmo Bowl number. Where is number it? Oh, number twenty two? Twenty two. That's a. It still plays wow. great. By the way, very good game. Yeah. Yeah. All right. For an answer that uh, 11 people said when they took the survey, I don't think I saw one person say it in chat. And it just cracks me up that that, really? that 11 people would name this game. Uh, by the way, I did take out Donkey Kong was one of the uh, one of the ones on the list, but I call that a Mario game, even though it's really oh, a Donkey yeah. Kong game and Mario is like a. But know, who, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a good point. Uh, show okay. me number nine. Battle Toads. Battle Toads. Gosh, Joe Guy and Joe Guy Hart got it just before I clicked it. By the way, good job, Joe Guy. Of course, Battle Toads. Yes, I hated Battle Toads. I am not a fan. I did not like. I, li- I like yeah. Battle Toads. It's too glitchy, dude. Can't tell what's going on. Too much it's flicker. What I like about it. Yeah, that's and, of course and yes, you do. I know that Mario appears in Duck Hunt before you get any. You know, before you start typing that that hasty hastily written response. So yeah. Mario. My favorite thing is the dog giggling. and It makes that doodle 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 song. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Uh, well done. Uh, you know what this means? Yeah. This means that we can now uh, shower gifts on this guy. Congratulations, you're <laughs> a winner. We're going to send you your prizes, but Brian, why don't you tell us what some of these other answers were that we missed? Sure. 
sure uh, there are no other answers that you guys missed. Uh, Battletoads oh. is the only one. Oh, you mean on the list? I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So yeah, outside yeah, yeah. The, the top 10, uh, Bubble Bobble was number 12. Oh, DuckTales. Uh, Double Dragon. Five people oh, thought no. GoldenEye came out on the NES. What? That we is do totally hilarious. And that also right. didn't stop five people from saying Super Mario Brothers. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> read the question. Yeah. Blades of Steel, <laughs> Paperboy. Uh, it's the game based on that character from Atlanta. It's really, really good. Mm. Animal Crossing. Uh, the NES, I don't think, was there no, that early? There, there no, there definitely didn't was make not. It, yeah. the, yeah, nothing, it was N64 even, in Japan, in Japan in GameCube Japan. in America. 64, yeah. okay. Yeah. I just didn't want to didn't want to assume and like somebody said, oh yeah, no, there was an original Animal Crossing. Yes, nope. okay. Bionic Commando. Oh, uh, very Ninja good. Gaiden. Yeah. Uh, Blaster Master. Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Uh, a oh, yeah. Man. Spy mm-hmm. Hunter. Star Tropics. Um, oh yeah, Star Tropics classic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Aiden Senna Grand Prix. One person said. Banjo Kazooie. Also. N sixty four game. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, Bomberman. Burger Time. There was, there was uh, Captain a... Sci- Skyhawk? Yeah. Wait, uh, Captain uh, Skyhawk? Hold on. <laughs> Wait, know. what is One that? One person even said Circus Atari. <laughs> Circus Atari. Okay. Oh, Captain Skyhawk okay. is a game. Okay, I'd never heard of this. This was an NES game. Huh. All right. All right. Cool. Yeah, only one person said Ice Climbers, and uh, only one person oh. said Kid Icarus. Surprisingly, I would have thought I would have thought like somebody like I three or four people. Almost went with some Kid Icarus. Yeah, yeah. Ice Climbers. That was a lunch title, wasn't it? Uh, Kid Icarus yeah. and Ice Climbers. Uh, don't, I don't I'm know. Not sure they were was launch. it in your box that you stole from? Uh... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it was printed on the outside of the boxes. Other games you could get for sure. Ice Climbers. I played mostly in the arcade. Weirdly, hardly ever touched it at home. But um, anyway, these are uh, this is I love. Well, we love retro games, so this is a perfect yeah, uh, category today. And all you got to do is send Brian Panda. Just send Brian an email, coverville at gmail.com. He'll send you these two fabulous prizes. I will. Please do. How yes. do you feel about your win, Panda? I feel uh, wonderful about it. I'm I'm waking up oh. with excitement. Oh, oh man, the that's great. In your cup. Yeah, and I hope you sleep <laughs> oh, tonight, do, honestly. Uh, if I wish anything on you, I it's that you go to that, sleep um, and you sleep well. That's what I want for you and your life and your wife. And your, <laughs> well, was that, big was that Panda? You were, about to, you were trying to say something? Oh, he hung up. He's not there now. Oh, okay. Oh, I don't know what he was saying. Was did he, he hang up or did you do? No, no he's, he hung up. It, well, it, it wasn't this time. It wasn't, it wasn't me. This time it wasn't a Scott. Yeah, it wasn't a Scott this time. Well, anyway, uh, congratulations to him and Brian Dunaway yeah. for being just an amazing participant in today's uh, tomfoolery. He just was great, even though you had tech issues at the top and it pissed you off. But don't worry. Uh, we'll be back doing this again <laughs> next Monday. Um, it's, hey, it's, it's one of those piss offs is just is just for a moment. It's just like, that's right. You know, it, it passes quickly. That's right. Like a stone. Well, those are slow. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, and painful. We uh, we did a brand new play retro yesterday. It was great. We talked about Mario Kart and all the other carts it inspired. And um, I really enjoyed that episode. So I hope people uh, give that one a listen. It was a, a really listen. good episode. Yeah. yeah. Super, super fun. Get it wherever you get your podcast. <clears throat> Just find Play Retro. Search for it. Or you can go to our website, frogpants.com slash play retro. Brian Dunaway, anything else you'd like to say? Yeah, my mom will call it earlier in. <laughs> <Such a lot. laughs> that was a great one. Yeah, he got me. Uh, well done. Yeah, he got me. I was hanging on every word yep. until there were no more words. I was like, well, "What? What does Mrs. Dunaway have to say? What's going on?" And then he hung yeah. up. Didn't work. Uh, well, well done. <laughs> All right, we have a little time for a little news, and it starts here. 
It's time for the news, brought to you by... A little time for a little news, and we'll. Uh, it, it's sponsored by a little time with a little kid. Mm. The first 20 minutes of Miles Morales with a three-year-old. Oh, okay, so I, uh, he wanted to play Dino Game, but I uh, it, it was not on my phone after my upgrade to my phone, and I don't know why. I don't know why I didn't move yeah. over, but he was like, Dino Game? And I'm like, ah, I don't know, and he goes... Spider-Man? And I went, oh, that's interesting. Let's see what we can find. So I went to YouTube, just sitting on my phone. He's in my lap, chilling out last night. They were over for Kim's birthday. And we watched the first 20 minutes of the Miles Morales uh, PS5 oh. and PC game. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I thought, I thought you were about to say Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> God, I wonder, has he seen that, by the way? I don't think so, but he'd probably love it. I mean, he's at the he'd age now. I think it. he'd probably enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, I think he's the right But age I have that. never seen a kid more more like locked in than I did for this and this most of this is spent swinging through the 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 buildings trying to stop Rhino mm-hmm. from uh mm-hmm. is it Rhino? It is Rhino. Yeah. It doesn't sound right. That's what that's what uh, the first one uh starts with. That's like your first fight. Your first fight. You're, yeah, you're, you're still it's still teaching you controls like here's how you shoot a web and then use it to pull yourself and hit your target with your feet. Yeah, it's like a it's like a very intense tutorial basically. Um, but anyway, he—I've never seen that kid more focused and more chill than wow. sitting there watching that. So, because there's a lot of in the first part of Miles Morales, aren't there a lot? It's like cutscenes at a, a lot of cutscenes at a at a street fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot, a lot yeah. of walking around, and he liked all yeah. that because they kept showing cool. wall art that was Spider Man, and he would go Spider Man. I go, yeah, that is Spider Man. He loves Spider Man. So, anyway, awesome. highly he's recommend. A good it. kid. He's definitely a good. Kid. Yeah, he's a good kid. You can tell already. Good kid. Still likes dinosaurs though. Yeah, he's he's cool with dinosaurs. When I told him there's a dinosaur, a Spider Verse, uh, I tried to explain that there's a dinosaur that looks like Spider Man, <laughs> right. and he that's very confusing to him. But he's yeah. all in. He's all in on so that. So it's bitten by a radioactive spider. Yep, very weird. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, let's do this here. Uh, every monk in a Thai temple got defrocked. All of them, the entire monk mm-hmm. temple. Everybody inside defrocked because they all oh. tested positive for methamphetamine use. Oh my gosh! Wow. Well, the good news is uh, they ain't talking. Yeah, makes me want to say, <laughs> "Et tu, uh, et tu Buddhist, et tu." Really oh, work. okay. There you go. Sure. Kind of works. Sure. I, I, I think I could have workshopped that a little better. <laughs> um, but anyway, Buddhist temple in Th- Central Thailand has been uh, left without monks. <laughs> They neither took monks nor left monks. After its uh, all of its holy men failed drug tests and were defrocked. Wow. Uh, four monks, including an abbot. I didn't know they had abbots in the Buddhist temple. It's weird. Yeah, I it? guess I didn't know that either. That that was like a Britishy Catholicly. The uh, Catholic right, thing. the uh, Benedictine monks had uh, yeah. abbots. I didn't realize the Thai ones as well. Interesting. Oh, okay. in, it was in a temple in Pechubun, Pechubun province in Bung Sam Fan district. Mm-hmm. Bung Sam Fan is fun to say. Bung Sam Fan. Bung Sam Fan. I, I, oh, I love it when it's only level three of heat, though. I don't want it too hot. Mm. <laughs> the Bung Are you Sam a Bung fan. Sam Fan? Because yeah, I'm, I'm kind of a Bung Sam Fan. You have to be a Bung Sam Fan Fan. That's how it happens. <laughs> right, yes. Anyway, they all tested positive for meth on Monday, uh, according to uh, some news people there. The monks have been sent to a health clinic to undergo drug rehabilitation. Quote, the temple is now empty of monks and nearby villagers are concerned they cannot do any merit making. 
Merit making mm. involves worshippers donating food to monks as a good deed. I wonder if that's how they got the meth. <laughs> well, I don't have any food, but will you take this? Will you take this blue crystal that made? <laughs> I've got a bunch of beakers and vials and a Winnebago. You want it? Yeah, out there. We will take your gift. Thank you, they said. <laughs> uh, they are a major transit company, uh, country rather, for methamphetamine flooding into the Myanmar uh, area. Uh, so this is a problem, according to the United Nations Office on Drugs and Crime, or the UNODC. UNODC. Okay. On the street, meth pills called Yabba sell for less than 20 baht, around 50 cents. That's oh, wow. cheap. You just go get a meth pill. Say, how much? And they say, how much Yabba? How much for this Yabba? And they say, 50 cents. That's pretty good. It's cheap. Yeah. Yeah. I, can you name any other drug you can go to spend 50 cents for a pill for? I can't think of any. No, I really can't. No. Nope. That's that. Uh, that, crazy. that I, I never would have priced it. I would have lost that Price is Right game right there. Is oh, like, 100%. Uh, yep. That that, uh, that mountain climber would have fallen right off the cliff with me in that. And how much for this meth, Brian? I'm really glad you brought that up. Why is it that when I think of that show, that's the only thing I can think of is that mountain climber? <laughs> like if you go, hey Scott, because think of a game from that. All game. I think of is people was- going, a brand new car, and then the mountain climber, and that's it. Yeah, there were there were definite stakes. I mean, that was like you know you're watching <laughs> this this mountain climber fall to his death if you mispriced that wearing blender. Yeah, they still do it. They probably still do it, right? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I hope they haven't changed it, like modernized it or anything. Like, it better still have the... That's right. (laughs) This show show I never watched. They better not have changed that. They better not have changed it. It better still still have the same doofy looking climber and the same doofy music. Yeah, the yodel, stupid yodel thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Anyway, so get your 20 bot and head to to the place. Uh, Meth, and particularly Yaba... That's weird because they just said meth is called Yaba, but then this quote says meth and particularly Yaba, hmm. anyway, can be easily found around every corner of Thailand. Supplies up everywhere, and this uh, point in, uh, sorry, this point a tab, and at this point a tablet is cheaper than a beer. Yeah, says Jeremy Douglas. It's cheaper than the wine that the the monks used to make. Was it wine or was it? Yeah, it was wine, right? That the wine. The monks like uh, like really expensive or champagne. There's like a um, what is it? Is there's it? like a famous. Is it Moy Shandon? Is it the is it the monks? Of, there's like a, a famous and, and please chat room save me from this because I'm trying to think of what the. I know the some of them are some of them, that's monk. Some of them are famous for cheese, but that's not the same place, right? It's not even. Oh, they might. They probably do. Yeah. Because some of them, I guess, monk cheese is like the best cheese. <laughs> a lot of beer. Um, Shimei, is that it? Shimei? Shimei? Never heard of it. Mm. Although I swear I saw something on a Food Network thing once about it, or maybe it was a yeah. chef's table thing on Netflix. Something Dom about Dom Perignon. That's what I was I was trying to remember, Dom Perignon. Oh, yes. that's an easy one. Or that's one of them. Yes, heard. that's the, the famous one. Yeah. <clears throat> well, interesting. Uh, authorities across Southeast Asia and across the globe have made record meth seizures in recent months. Months. Hmm. That means they take a lot of meth. It doesn't mean they had seizures because of the meth. <laughs> I'm having a meth seizure right now. Yeah, I'm uh, seizing, seizing on meth. Seizing uh, <laughs> everybody. I can't come into the office today. I've got a meth seizure. Yeah, sorry. I'd probably keep you oh, in the office. Give me your badge and your gun. No, no, I'm seizing meth. I'm, I'm seizing, seizing meth. meth. I'm seizing Hello? it. Hello? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to.
we're going to take a break. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, uh, Tom Merritt will regale us with the uh, tech news of the day. That'll be fun. Also, uh, recommendals after that. We got a full slight slate there as well. Slight slate. Anyway, slight, slight. Uh, that'll do it for my introduction. So now I pass this baton to Brian, who plays a song. How about that? Time for me to do an introduction. Uh, big thanks to. Let's see who's the who's the label. What's the label? Uh, Secretly Distribution and CVC Recordings, which is funny because it's this this band's own label, CVC Recordings. The oh. band is CVC, and and no, they're not a uh, convenience store that happens to have uh, medications. Uh, they are a band, <laughs> and they are from. Uh, see, here's the thing. I always do this. I like I've got all this information. That I'm ready to say, sure. and then I'll I'll lead myself into a thing that I don't know the answer to. Mm. Um, I'm not going to tell you where they're from. That's, that's <laughs> just have to... We know they're from somewhere. Okay, that's they're all we need somewhere. to know. They're somewhere in the UK, I believe, because they they uh, they're touring Sheffield, Nottingham, Bristol. So they are a UK band. Nice. Um, this is such a great song and it reminds me of like mgmt uh is probably the the Mm. first band that came to mind when i heard these guys the song is called sophie here is from their brand new album get real cvc when am i doing it why are you making me do it i don't want to do it what do you want to do i still want to sing it Sing 
with me to a clearing, a stream, a mountaintop, and finally to outer space. Gross nerd! The Morning Stream. Let's dance! And we've returned. Tell me who that was again. Sure. You know, you can tell when the uh, marketing information that comes from the label is in really tiny font. Mm. Uh, and I don't I don't bother just using the little Apple thing that lets me increase the size. Mm. It's when you see my forehead because I'm like getting really when close. When you do this, yeah. 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 Like you just get a real close up of my forehead because I'm reading. <laughs> I do that. Don't feel bad. I do that. We're old. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little color uh, up here by getting that close <laughs> to my monitor. Uh, that band is CVC. They have a brand new album called Get Real. That is the first single from it called Sophie. CVC pipe. That's CVC a, pipe. I do have glasses, Claire. They are right here. Yeah, look at those. Look at those. Yeah. Are those yeah, your yeah. Are those your gunners or those? Uh... No, no. These are these are actual like, um, these are glasses I think I got at a CVS, uh, honestly. Oh, nothing wrong with that. Yes. These like, they're like they readers are. then, like um, 1.25s. They are, exactly. It's from the Pop Fashion Wear line, as you can see from the writing on the... Oh, uh, fancy. <laughs> now, my gunners also red and black. Those are right here. And I wear those now pre and post show. I don't wear them on the show, but I don't need. I don't care about, you know, I need to see... Uh, I need to see you, clearly. Yeah, you need to see my beautiful face. How about this guy's face, too? This guy right here, whose thing I'm going to play. With the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. That man is Tom Merritt. He probably wears readers occasionally, too, because we're all men of a certain age. uh... I wear glasses all the time. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. true. You don't need to do readers, although... No, no bifocals re- uh, yet, right? Like you don't. No, have that's to have- what these are. These are progressive lenses. Oh, oh yeah, very okay. nice. So thicker yeah. on the bottom I, or top or something. I love that you think I'm younger than I am. Mm. <laughs> it's because you look better than the two of us. That's honestly oh, the truth. Stop. You're in great shape. You eat a lot of. Brian, t- <laughs> Tom eats omega three food all day. He's like a healthy guy. It's He's, the sardines. Yeah, it's the sardines. Yeah, sardines. You don't want to. You don't want to kiss him. Kimchi. Yep. You're you already on the kimchi thing, Scott. You're 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 a third of the way there. I just my, need my lunch of champions. Now wait, do you do the at the same same meal? You'll have some kimchi. I have some... for for lunch like three times a week. It's sardines, brown rice, and kimchi. Oh, that actually sounds really good. Sardines, right wow! Mm-hmm. Look at you. Those fish oils, man, gonna live yeah. forever. Yeah, it is really good for you. Yeah. Uh, well, all right. In your lubed state, let's do a, a <laughs> technology segment. <laughs> Tom Merritt is, uh, comes here on uh, Wednesdays. Can't and we wait talk. for that one to be taken out of context. <laughs> Too late. It already uh, has been. Um, <laughs> Tom is going to tell us about what's going on in the tech world because the Daily Tech News Show waits for no man. And uh, I, I'm very curious about what's going on. Uh, you know, it's it's so easy. It's actually kind of a little bit hard to track tech stories via Twitter the way I used to because so much of Twitter now is just like Musk talk and, you know, yeah. this and that with Twitter. Gee, and I wonder who's contributing to that, Scott. Me a little bit. <laughs> me a little bit. I admit it. I admit I'm part of the problem, not the solution. I but feel bad. I've, po- I've poked fun at you a couple of times on Twitter, and I, I like I should include emojis so Scott knows. That no, no, no. I totally yes. get it. Oh, well, well. This is a Tom thing that we've always had in our relationship. When oh, I yeah. when oh, I yeah. when I do this sort of thing, Tom is usually there with a good little reminder that hey, maybe. You're... And I would never have known about it unless you had told me. That's exa- exactly right. Kid, is it time to trot out political Scott and just change it to political and anti Elon Scott? No. Is that? Hey, that account got banned. I don't know why. Did it really? I don't know really? why or wow. when. I hadn't used it in about six months, and I went and checked it one day, and it was banned. No so maybe it'll get wow. unbanned along with all the other troll accounts. Yeah. I don't know. Look, wow. 
Yeah. Anyway, it uh, doesn't matter because Tom Tom doesn't need all this to find good tech stories. He does it uh, naturally with his mind and his brain and his magic. Well, <laughs> I also use the internet. Oh, yes. okay. okay. Uh, I, I'm actually in, uh, in in conversation with Sarah Lane right now, right as you called, uh, to uh, about a segment on today's show about the Kindle Scribe. Mm. So we may oh. have something uh, about that for you. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, we were, we're also uh, yesterday on the show. We talked about all the music, end of year music things. Did y'all talk about that? No, um, no. Like uh, Spotify like and Apple Music. Apple thing. Replay, right. telling you yeah. what you listen mm-hmm. to the most. Sure. Apple Replay came out yesterday. YouTube Recap and Spotify Wrapped came out today. Uh, so everybody can look at the data. All the data nerds can look at the data around their music because music and data, uh, you know, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's the peanut butter and pickle relish. Of, uh, <laughs> what goes it, better to the other than that? <laughs> no, I, I, I'm actually one of the people who's always fascinated to to see like what what in there I would have guessed. And, and the data always shows you something about yourself that you're like, oh, I, I listen to that a lot more uh, than I thought. Uh, mm. My number four artist, for instance, was Focus. Mm. The, really? Hocus the Pocus? The, the band that had one song? <laughs> I think I accidentally <laughs> left it play on repeat or something. Repeat? Yeah. Do, 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 do. Oh, no, it's Popcorn by Hot Butter. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Now you're, yeah, now you're on it. But uh, uh, Is it the extended version with uh, three drum solos? <laughs> No, it must not have been for the number of times it got played. <laughs> I did mine this morning and I shared it over on Hive, but um, Unbelievers by Vampire Weekend, um, my number one played artist, which that completely and totally surprised me. That yeah. was something I wasn't expecting at all. Well, I, um, I think part of it, I don't know about for you, but, but one thing that's interesting about this, I use Apple Music, uh, so I'm not getting anything from Spotify. I thought I'd get something from YouTube, but it's not giving me anything. Mm. Uh, but I hear a lot of music when Eileen's driving and, and she's playing the music or we're sure. just listening to stuff on YouTube on the TV that doesn't show up in my own stats. That doesn't, can, right, it doesn't trigger. Yeah, makes sense. So so I, I'm, I'm certain there are songs that I heard more this year than what's on my list, but what actually got played in Apple Music is is always interesting. Scott, do you what what do you use for music, or do you not listen? To I music? do. I know. I, I use Apple Music. Um, it says here. I just I haven't done this thing yet, so I just did it while you were talking, and I've mm. done three thousand. Says you listened to three thousand eight hundred fifty three songs this year. The mm. number one played was um, a, uh, an underworld song called U Seven. That's part of a synthwave uh, oh, playlist that I listen to. Uh-huh. Yeah. The number the very next one though is the the main theme from a uh, Bear McCreary's main theme from the C show on, uh, huh. on uh, Apple Music. I don't remember listening to that. They're not Apple Music, Apple TV. <laughs> I don't remember listening to that as much as this says I did. Yeah, right, right. I guess I did. Um, also, Honor the from the main theme of uh, the Pacific is on here a lot. Oh, interesting. Uh, Hans Zimmer's Time, a song or a track from the Inception soundtrack. I have a lot of movie soundtrack love, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You're an OST yeah, kind of guy. Yeah, and a lot of shins. 36 songs for me. Jeez. You listen to 9, a lot. 9,036. 9,000? 9,036 songs, yeah. Yeah. And a couple a of these, like, you know, um, uh, let's see, To the Island by Crowded House from their newest album. Then It All Goes Away by Dayglow. I will keep on shouting from the roof, rooftops how great Dayglow is and people really need to discover him. But then you go, like, I could not even tell you my number nine song, Motion Sickness by Phoebe Bridgers. I like Phoebe Bridgers, but I couldn't tell you how that song goes. Oh, or but, uh, Bags by Claro. 
Okay, I believe it. I mean, it's you know had fifteen plays on that. I was, yeah, no, no, it's 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 interesting to see that stuff. And sometimes it's like, oh, that's not that many, but it it was. I guess I didn't listen to any particular song. I guess not. I lot. listened to nine hundred and sixty-eight minutes of Vampire Weekend. Wow, twenty twenty-two. A lot, dude. That oh, makes right. you a full the vampire. Artist, the uh, the artist minutes. I, yeah. yeah, Manic Street Preachers seven hundred ninety-four minutes. Oddly enough, Tori Amos, 771 minutes, and I think that was just because of soundography, because I typically don't listen to Tori Amos. Oh, that's true. I you apparently yeah. listened to 403 minutes of Focus. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, that's... Uh, I certainly like, don't that, recall that, 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 that was a great time. focus right there. Oh, look at this. You guys will love this. I did... Okay, 2080... My number one artist for time is The Shins, 2084 minutes. Uh, then Coulter wow. Wall at 712, and then REM at 666 minutes. Ooh. Oh, uh, yes. You've lost your beast. religion. I know. I wish that would have been. Um, <laughs> oh, man. I met, missed an opportunity here. Number 10 for me was 311. They have a great new album. That's why I listened to it this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I would have done 311 minutes, but I only did 257. So it's a shame. Wow. Yeah, this is so great. I love this data. Yeah, I do too. Y- y'all are shaming me. I only had a thousand eight hundred sixty songs. Wow, to to. and, yeah. and eight hundred of those were by BTS, I believe. <laughs> or uh, actually, a thousand eight hundred thirteen minutes. Okay. Wow, <laughs> wow. Top albums: The Aces, Under My Influence. I do love that album. Aaron Ray, oh, also yeah. very good. Hmm. So the top album thing, I was a little confused about because it looked too different. Mm-hmm. But apparently, yeah. this is you started playing the album. Versus something on a okay. playlist or like choosing finished, an individual song, or you didn't have to album. finish it. Yeah, it, it's just you said like play the album. Don't just you know play the whole album. Don't just play a song from the album. Yeah, because um, my top one was "Anti Fragile" by La Seraphim. Oh, that's oh, nice. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm looking. Is there a play? Oh, there is playlists. Yeah. See, this is where I spend a lot yeah. of my time. I put I'll put oh, something sure. on my Echo or whatever. So I've got Trance and Progressive, number one, 90s, number two, 80s, then 70s, <laughs> then uh, Pink Floyd, Essentials. Uh, decades, man, I see. <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. I don't realize I do. See, this is interesting because it does say something about your behavior that you're not maybe noticing while you're doing it. Like, mm-hmm. this is, I, I do love data like this. I wish there was more stuff like this. It's great. I, anyway. uh, I, I, I was uh, pleased to see top stations, top radio stations, not top playlist, uh, wow. that lo-fi beats showed up. Uh, I didn't realize I was, I was that chill. Wow. Well, you are uh, a pretty chill guy. It's been my experience. Yeah. Uh, well, more on it's topics so like this uh, today it's on the totally Daily Tech News Show. Also, I can't wait to hear more about this uh, Scribe thing because the reviews are pretty middling so far, and I I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm need to talk it's, more about it. Uh, I, what I asked Sarah was like, do you think you could just like read several of the reviews and summarize what they're saying? And, and because she uses the reader that I was hoping I would remember before I finished the end of the sentence. Remarkable. Remarkable. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, she uses the remarkable, which is kind of what the Kindle scribe was trying to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so as a remarkable, as a remarkable person, but also a user <laughs> of the remarkable tablet, uh, I, I thought she would have a particularly good perspective on on what they're saying about the Kindle scribe. Yeah, I've been uh, all eyes open on this because I'm very I, I figured the way this was going to work is remarkable. The remarkable twos made by a company that just makes that they're small. They have a very focused product line, all that. And I thought, well, if Amazon's doing this, they're going to put the, the the magic of AWS behind it and all the cloud right. features, and it's going to be this amazing thing. Plus, it's a Kindle, and it'll sync across everything. So I kept thinking, well, this might be truly the the best one of these. 
And all I'm hearing is like, it's okay. It's not as good as the remarkable. And it's, I'm just, I'm having a sad moment is what I'm getting at. I'm yeah. Sad. Um, <laughs> the Verge's, uh, the Verge's headline is Amazon Kindle scribe review. Absolutely adequate. Yeah. That's a, that's a <laughs> kind of sums bummer. it up. seems like the general trend is it's really good for reading, but not as good at the note taking as the remarkable and others like, so that. maybe there's a balance though, that, that you could say about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, but, but th- that's the beauty of listening today. Everybody tune in, find out what Sarah has to say and, yeah, yeah, and what our reactions will be on the Daily Tech News Show at 2 p.m. Mountain Time. Tom, anything else in your world that we should share here? Yeah, uh, a lot of folks are getting into the Substack these days. Molly Wood just started a Substack. Mm-hmm. You should go check that out. Uh, and of course, while you're looking around, poking around on the Substack, uh, find techtom.substack.com. Uh, it's where I take all the writing that I do. Well, not all the writing I do, but a lot of the writing I do for Daily Tech News Show, for Cord Killers and other things, uh, and put it out as as occasional posts. Uh, they're they're kind of like blog posts, but they're delivered to your email, or you can read them in the Substack app uh, and get a little more time to kind of review. If you like to read uh, some of this tech news, uh, I, I do a weekly roundup with a bunch of stories that that's available for for paid subscribers. But if if you don't want to pay, that's that's fine. There's lots of stuff that I put out for free. Uh, so go check it out, techtom.substack.com. Very nice, Tom Merritt. Everybody, cool. Ace Detect on Twitter. While it lasts, we'll see you soon. <laughs> I kid, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a—I don't—it's kind of a miserable place to be lately. It's not very fun to be there like it used no. to be. But um, no. whatever, I, I'm on everything now, so to, wherever people go, I'll be there. Cool. It's fine. Yeah, I'm just uh, waiting to see where the people who I listen to go, and that's where I'm going to go as well. Yeah, I've got. Um, I, I think do I like Hive. I like the interface of Hive, but aren't they having some issues with Android and a web version and stuff like they that? They have no web version right now. That's coming. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a small team of like three people. Okay. So, you know, they're just trying to keep up and it's it took off. At least on iOS, it became a great big alternative. There are a lot of people to go yeah. into Mastodon, which I think I finally understand how Mastodon works. Um, and I, I think I get the federated thing, but also... Um, I've got stuff on. I started using Tumblr again because Tumblr, a bunch of people flooded oh, really? over on Tumblr. Okay. Yeah, Tumblr still got a bunch of cool features. I don't know, man. It's just a weird time. It's a weird time in the world of yeah. social media. Um, all right, let's get right. to recommendals. Excuse me. Let me add. <laughs> let me add the people. You know. You got to have the people. Blackamental. Yeah, that was a blackamental. Mark that one down as one not to see or watch. And uh, (laughs) we'll see what we get here. Uh, Who's going to answer first? Randy. Randy did. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Recommendals. Randy Jordan's joining us. It looks like Nicole's still ringing, but uh, Randy's here. Hi, Randy. Good morning, morning stream. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. I'm glad to hear that. absolutely perfect day in southern california i just want to i want i want to count how many times i say that to you like how many weeks out of the year i say that to you it is so perfect well, so beautiful i trade you in a heartbeat we have snow and ice and it's like 20 degrees so I trade 26 you degrees here in colorado so i'll trade you the the probably 50 degrees warmer than it is where you're at <laughs> yeah and then i'll take your 26 because that's better than 20 
Okay. All then right. we'll all just trade like up. We've got a nice trade. Brandy, if, which of ours would you like in trade? Yeah, which one do you I, want? I, not, neither. I pass. Oh, okay, yeah, you pass. hard pass. Oh, wait, Nicole, yeah. uh, let's pipe in yeah. with the weather in uh, Minnesota. No, wait, Missouri. Where, where are we at, Missouri? <laughs> I always think of Windy because he's in Minnesota. <laughs> no, uh, 31. 31. 31. That's not degrees. bad. 31. Okay. All right. Everything's a trade up for me, so I'm good to take whoever wants to give it. <laughs> uh, well, welcome both of you to uh, today's Recommendals. This is where we talk about streaming content. Content and uh, recommend them for people at home. Sometimes we, you know, sometimes we blechamental them. I guess I don't know. Yes, sometimes. or mental. <laughs> I actually, I actually came close to one. I want to talk to you guys later in our in our private chat about what I, I came close to doing a mechamental. Oh, week. really? Okay. Oh, I'm I, curious. I don't see any reason why you can't. But, yeah, uh, that you sounds can totally great. Bring that up regular. Whatever okay. you want. Um, all right. Well, let's get to it, Brian. We start with you as a tradition. Today's order yes. will be you, Nicole, me, Randy, and let's start with you. What do you got? Okay, well, this is a series and um, kind of hard finding uh, a good minute and 10 seconds of this series, a straight continuous <laughs> minute and 10 seconds of this series that is in English, but I found one and it's a great one because it very much sums up and sets up the uh, the show. All right, here we go. Oh, it's minute 24 even you got here is what this minute is. Minute 24, it's but great. it's a good minute 24. All right, enjoy. Six hours ago, we received a message coordinates southwest of our coast. We believe this message comes from the Prometheus, the ship that went missing a couple of months ago. Believe. You're not sure the signal comes from lost ship? We are not. But the communication technology we're using on the ships of this company is rare. It can reach further distances than that on other ships. The coordinates were seven hours away from us. And there's no other ship from our company traveling this route at the moment. What else did the message say? Just that. The location. They didn't identify themselves as the Prometheus. Nor did they say they were in need of any help. So we're changing course because of message from unknown sender who did not ask for help. The Prometheus carried 1,423 passengers. Some of them might still be alive. After four months? My brother and I and all these people, we paid good money for this trip. Seven days to get to New York, no details. Uh, is this at 1889 or was it? What is it? 1899. A little bit costs a little bit more, 10 cents more than what the price <laughs> well, we're living in a time of high inflation. I understand. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is a brand new series on Netflix from the people who brought you Dark, which I thought was absolutely excellent and um, a complete and total mind mender. We have a brand new complete and total mind mender in 1899. Uh, the setup is that uh, this this steamship in 1899, the Kerberos, carrying a bunch of passengers, receives a signal from a another steamship that disappeared four months ago, the Prometheus. And um, despite the protests of many of the uh, European immigrant passengers, uh, on their way to New York, the, the captain wants to turn around and go help the Prometheus uh, from these coordinates that, that it's being uh, given. Zero to do with alien people. There's a couple of people in the chat room like, well, oh, this related to the Prometheus and alien? Nope, nope. This is this is a ship on water, not a ship in space, and it's a uh, different pr t Prometheus. Altogether. So you could have fooled me and said this was in space and I would have believed you because it sounded like they were talking about space stuff. 
Sure. Yeah. There's, uh, I could see that actually, cause it's, you know, a ship traveling and, yeah. and you don't know if it's on water in space. Yeah, yeah. Um, here is, here is the big, 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 big thing I need to tell you about this show. And I'm going to be so good about not spoiling because holy crap, the, the less, you know, going into the show, the better. And I, okay. I don't want to ruin it for anybody by spoiling it. Um, the, the character's on this ship all come from different places from Spain, okay. from, from Germany, Denmark, blah, blah, blah. And because of that, um, they're all speaking different languages and they have a hard time communicating with each other. You heard like in that clip, you heard like four of the only English speakers on this, uh, on this ship. So it's great that the captain decided to give his announcement, uh, in English because four people were able to understand it. Wow. Um, so, you may be tempted to watch this with dub as opposed to subtitles. Dubbing as opposed to English dub with as opposed to subtitles. I want to strongly recommend that you don't because there are scenes that take on a whole new meaning when you realize the people talking can't understand each other because they're speaking different languages. And if you watch this with dubbed, everybody's going to be speaking English and it'll kind of lose that nuance. So you got to put down the iPad, you got to put down the steam deck, you got to put down the phone, you got to, you got to read some subtitles. I promise you, I promise you that it's worth it. I'm, I'm picturing will. somebody using all three of those devices and watching a, a TV. <laughs> I've, I've been there, like no. playing a game of like, oh, I, I what's the, uh, how do I beat this level? And I have <laughs> yeah. the iPad going with that, and yeah. you know, meanwhile we're watching uh, Quantum Leap or Tina watching Nine One One or something. Sure. Um, so, so get through it. It's it's uh, eight episodes. It is uh, beautifully cast, and then once you've finished watching it, because you will binge this thing, you will not want to stop watching okay. it once okay. you start because it's so engrossing. And every, I don't know how they do it. Every single episode ends with a brilliant reveal. So I've already kind of teased a little bit. It's very lost, uh, similar, but you do get answers okay. <laughs> sooner than you did with Lost. Okay. You. Don't don't be frustrated if you don't get some of the answers as quickly as you want. You will get them by the end of the first season, and I'm hoping they do a second season. They set it up beautifully. Um, a little bit of uh, I don't know, like a Shutter Island Inception kind of thing as well with with this. That's got some weirdness and some. If you've seen Dark, you know to expect this. Once again, uh, for the Fletchers, the show's called 1899. Mm. Um, <laughs> Glad you mentioned but, that. Yep. After you've completed all eight episodes, you're like, oh my God, that was so good. I want you to watch the 50-minute making of because they use a technology for this that has only ever been used by one other production. And it's something that they kind of had to do because of the pandemic. And I think we're going to see a lot of of movies and shows use this new technology that is like that. Like once you see it and then you think back to the, all the scenes where they use that, you're like, that was freaking amazing. Really? So, okay. So again, it's one of those things I don't want to tell you what the technology is because then as you're watching the show, you'll get distracted by that, that technology. Okay. But the, the, the making of shows you this thing called the, what's it called? It's called the volume. Mm. And, 
Um, don't Google it. I should probably shouldn't have told you the name. I'm not looking it up. Just stop talking. You're so (laughs) you're so stoked about that. I haven't seen you this excited about a new thing in a while. So I'm I'm all in. This is this because you know how much I love Lost and how much I want something to instead of being a Lost wannabe to capture that that mystery that Lost had. This was so so good. Yeah. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, I'm in. That sounds great. And it sounds like uh, this uh, Baron Baodar and Han Frisa are yes. going are going places. It sounds they're like they're going gonna, places. They're going to be uh, able to write their own checks going yeah, forward. Totally, and they're a married couple, so what could possibly go wrong there? Or I guess they're just uh, just partners, not not married. But the uh, you get a lot of insight from them about filming the series and the making of, and they are just the coolest couple. The way they like talk to each other and then like steal a kiss between when they think part of the interview is over. They're like, Oh, you know, oh, that's, <laughs> that's adorable. Really yeah. But, um, yeah. Uh, um, such a great, God, such a great mystery to this whole thing and weird iconography and references to, to things. It's like, Oh, I want to look up what that thing is that they're loosely referencing. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And I'm you sold. really liked dark too, right? I really liked dark once, like once you figure out what's going on in dark and you get uh, one of the, the, the main, one of the main actors, the traveler, basically without, again, if you haven't seen dark, I'm not going to give anything away, but the traveler in dark plays the captain of the Kerberos. Oh. And, um, uh, so you'll instantly recognize him. You might recognize Emily Beecham. Um, she was in into the badlands uh, on AMC. um, I like this uh, Clara Rosarger lady. She's a Danish actress. I saw on something. What was it? Um, uh, I don't remember what I saw her in, but she's in this. She's interesting. She's Um, really good. Yeah. She's a uh, young pregnant uh, Danish woman mm. um, and kind of sets up the first, not the first mystery, but the first big action that you see in the, in the show has to do with her. Nice. Nice. Yeah. All right, you sold me. So yeah, eighteen ninety nine. Uh, trust me. Oh, and it's got a great cover of White Rabbit uh, as, <laughs> the, uh, as the theme song. So I kind of, and again, the the theme music and the visuals and the theme uh, start meaning more things as you get through the uh, the story. It's yeah. got a very Westworld looking opening. And for the record, visual. this is not a sequel to the uh, 1883, which is also a popular. Uh, <laughs> not the Yellowstone. Uh, no, no, no. Right, no. This is not a that completely. Prequel. Standalone. There is no. There are no ties to anything else. This is a stands on its own. Sounds awesome. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's get to Nicole's recommendal. Uh, oh. Nicole, any setup here for your clip? Uh, this is a documentary. I I I've been consumed by mental health lately. Mm-hmm. My own. My family's. Uh, it's been a. It's been a rough move and. I saw this come out and I said, wow, uh, I'd like to watch that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a really, really good documentary. Um, mental health is a very personal thing for everyone, but I think anyone that watches this could probably take away some good stuff. Um, right. So cool. And it, it stars an actor. He's the one doing this documentary. It stars an actor that has had a lot of public mental health issues. He even uh, was in a Netflix show that I recommended a while back called Manic. 
that dealt with mental health. So it is near and dear to his heart. And mm. he, he is so vulnerable in this documentary. I just, I, it was just an amazing watch. All so right. there you go. Here's the clip. What's up, Stats? <laughs> I'm Jonah. Okay, entertain me. <laughs> I'm just going to start by acknowledging how odd this endeavor is. A patient making a movie about his therapist. But my life has gotten immeasurably better as a result of working with you. If it worked for me, maybe it will work for other people. It's a little short. Sorry. Um, so uh, that's Jonah Hill. Yeah. yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. I always... And that, uh, yeah. that was his therapist, uh, Stutz. And, and the this documentary is called, is called Stutz. Stutz. Okay. All right. <laughs> um... <laughs> It's, I don't know how to explain it. It's just, I guess, I think they filmed it over a course of two years. Um, and so is it just that, is it him just saying like, Hey, what you did for me, let's explain it to other people. Like, is that kind of the yeah. essence of it? Okay. Because I wish you would have played more of the, the trailer because uh, Stutz goes into why he, the type of therapy he does, because most therapists are uh, when you go to a therapist, the, the person will, you know, they will be, when they're ready, they will, they will reveal. And so it's a more of a hands-off approach for a lot of therapy. Mm -hmm. And Stutz is like, no, that's not good enough. That's not good enough. I need, I need to help you take the steps, give you tools to frame your world and make the progress you need to feel better. That's his whole purpose is to make to get you on the right path yeah it's and a more active approach this is by the way my sister wendy recommended this to me also because did that's, she? That's i her, was wondering yeah because this is her whole thing her entire yeah. push is a more active role less passive less um you know waiting for the the patient to arrive at their conclusions this sort of thing and this is a yeah. this is a single film or a series it is this it's a single documentary it's gotcha. like an hour and a half long um, and, and even if you, I know there's people in the chat room saying, oh, I don't like Jonah Hill. It's okay. You don't have to like them. What you need, yeah. I really strongly, even if you, especially if you don't like Jonah, I really, really highly recommend, even if you think you're in the per perfect mental health, this could help you in just kind of following his tools and just seeing that mindset and just, I, it's just really well done. What if you really um, like Jonah Hill? I should still watch it, right? If I like Jonah yeah, Hill? Of course. Okay. Of course. <laughs> this will make you don't, hate him if you like him. Okay. Don't let your your hate of Jonah Hill not watch this documentary. Because really what this this is about is the, is Stutz. Mm -hmm. And his and he becomes very vulnerable too. Like and it goes into his backstory and the challenges he's having with he has an illness and it's, I don't know. I just, I, I want everybody to watch it. I really, I got so much from it. I'll probably watch it again a few more times. Uh, I've been dealing with a lot of anxiety, like to the point where I can't sleep and it's messing with my stomach. And I just, it's, I don't know. It's just helpful. It was helpful. And I don't have time to go to a therapist. <laughs> Yeah, so, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> I probably should, but I mean, for now, this is this is getting me by. So, <laughs> yeah, I I really I like Jonah Hill, and I like the I like this idea as a documentary of like turning the camera around and mm -hmm. talking to him. It's a very interesting project. Um, 
it's probably really interesting. And I assume it's done in such a way that isn't, I don't know, exploitative isn't the word I'm looking for, but it's. Well, they tackle that. Yeah. And Jonah says to him, why do you think I'm doing this? And Stutz's response is, I don't know. And he's like, maybe it's for you to feel more powerful over me. Like they address all of that in the documentary. And it, it, it's, it just feels honest. It feels raw. It feels what most people need nowadays right now. Yeah. This is what I wish uh, the Val Kilmer documentary had been. I, I wish the Val Kilmer documentary had had a therapist <laughs> in it who was, uh, you know, talking about Val. As it was a little, as, it was, a, yeah, I agree with that. I think the mood, that thing ended up feeling a little navel gazy to me in a way that yeah. um, didn't need to. And they could have, I mean, even whether you involve a therapist or not, I just think they could have focused a little bit more on this aspect of his life too. Yeah. I think that that okay. would have been more interesting. I mean, in this particular particular case, I think that, it is possible to see other people's process and gain really valuable stuff from it. And so, well, and they break it down into his tools. Mm -hmm. So they talk about the shadow. He has a thing called the shadow. Um, He, uh, in the very early on, it talks about, I can't remember what he calls it, but it's like the pyramid. Like one thing, if you want to make progress towards feeling better, the the again I can't, he outlays it but it's like your diet exercise these are all very simple things we think you know oh I'll do anything to lose weight except diet and exercise right mm. but it, it, it's at the core of our mental health and one of the things that Jonah says is you know he he has publicly struggled with his weight and from a very, very early age. And that caused a lot of problems with him and his mom. And he had never been approached that mental health is connected to uh, activity and exercise. Like your mental health will be better if you exercise. Mm -hmm. It's always like, no, you exercise to lose weight. Mm -hmm. No, you can exercise to have better mental health. Mm -hmm. And that was like a a big kind of light bulb for him mm-hmm. um, in his, in his therapy. So, so it kind of breaks it down by all these different kind of sections of going through the tools that Stutz is uh, presenting. So it sounds good. great. I loved it. I I'm, loved it. I'm definitely, I, I linked or I uh, fa- uh, added it to my queue when you brought it up in our, in our private discord and um, definitely will be watching it. It seems like something I really like. Is it all in black and white or is that just the trailer? It goes in and out. Okay. Just cur- uh, it's, it's mainly fine black. with me either it's way. Main- I was just curious. Yeah. It's yeah. mainly in black and white. And, the, and the, I think that's the, one of the things about it talking when they start kind of breaking down, like the image of this documentary and why they're doing it and w- what's Hollywood, what's, what's real. Right. Yeah. And so they kind of use that black and white to kind of um, make that point. Right. And they bring it into color in dif- different parts of it when they're talking about real and, you know, the, the things that we present to others. So, well, it sounds like the go. super bad star is in a super good documentary. <laughs> See what it's I did great. there? You might, you might tear up a little bit. I, I te- I'm a very, I'm a very emotional person. I, I, I feed off of, uh, I find that a, 
I feed off of other people's emotions. That's why I can just cry so easily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah. It's because it's, you're it's empathic. Like, you're empathic to people and their I needs. Mean, and yeah, you've, I had, got, you've got more hearts than ooh, any of us. That's ooh, right. It's, it's hard. It's hard to live that way. It's, yeah. it's exhausting. Yeah, it's so. tiring. I, I know a bit of this myself. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I wish I cared less about everybody. <laughs> it's like, hey, I ah, can't. I can't. Screw you guys. And I, and I and I take it all in and I carry it with me, and and that's part of my process, right? Sure, sure. Not the worst. The worst thing about it about that wishing you cared less about everybody is looking around and seeing all the sociopaths be so successful. Oh, oh. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, they're the ones with all the grift money. Well, I'm, and I'm all doing the TikTok wrong. followers too. Yeah, yeah. they got all the garbage. <laughs> all right, uh, here is my pick. So again, that stuts on Netflix. Everybody is yes. where you'll find that. Uh, just and in Manic case. and watch Manic too. It's it kind of makes me see that doc, that uh, series a little differently now too. Uh, I'll bet. Um, and then for, so so okay. So Christine, did you hear it? Shitoutofluck.com. Okay, good. She she heard it. <laughs> uh, here is mine. This is a series that is almost done, but I wanted to talk about it because I'm so excited about it. But it's not quite done yet. Um, I don't usually try to do that on here, but I think it's that good. I absolutely love it. We may have brought it up before, but nobody's recommended it. So here's my clip. Going to rob a bank tomorrow? No, Burton has something he scrounged up. (laughs) Knowing him as I do, that sounds a tad worse. Mm Mm-hmm. How's he holding up? You should come by sometime. See for yourself. Might even be moved enough to offer you a beer. Just the one. Well, I guess it depends on how generous he's feeling. <laughs> How's the charge on that? Low. <laughs> Burton never pedals like he ought to. Those words could end up on his gravestone one day, don't you think? Definitely, yeah. Want some help with it? All right. That is the peripheral. Mm. And this stars my favorite name in Hollywood, Chloe Grace (laughs) Ortez McGeek McGock, whatever her name is. Uh, Chloe Grace Moretz uh, is in this, and it's her starring role in this movie. This is based on a William Gibson novel of the same name. And uh, he is, of course, known for Neuromancer and other works. But uh, his stuff was really good at sort of futurism and figuring out kind of, um, I don't know, something. He kind of predicted the Internet in a lot of weird ways. Uh, with some very early works and this is uh, a lot like that sort of stuff very kind of Blade Runner ideas hmm. it's a weird mix though that ended up really working well for me this you hear those accents they're all in the deep south and yep. she does a really good job with that accent it sounds very Louisiana her and her brother and her mother all live in this like old house out in the country and the mother has a brain tumor and they're both just trying to take care of her. They live in the year uh, 2035. And in that year, which is 10 years from now, or ten, uh, more than 10 years from now, uh, they there's some interesting technology changes. Um, if you go into the military, for example, you get suited up with a bunch of, uh, they call them haptics, but it's basically <clears throat> hardware that lets you sync with your, your um, uh, teammates in these special units so that you become a way more, formidable killing machine as a group than you would as individuals. Um, it's it's kind of hard to explain in the show. The show doesn't even explain it that much. They just sort of imply a lot of stuff, but it's a really interesting concept. But it's this mix of like old country, Southern Gothic and hardcore cyberpunk, 
freaking Blade Runner-y futurist stuff. How how much Black Mirror are we talking? Give me a percentage of Black Mirror here. <laughs> um, you know what? How that, black is this mirror? <laughs> that's a really fair question, and I'm going to say it's high. It's like a 65% to 70% Black Mirror style thing, which okay. is very William Gibson anyway. I mean, Black Mirror probably... You know, should you should say how much William Gibson is in Black Mirror is the is the more appropriate thing. But Charlie Booker is the British Black, uh, William Gibson. Go ahead. That is that's fair to say. Actually, I think. Um, and I love Black Mirror, so this fits right into that. If you like Black Mirror, then this is a series you probably really get into. Um, Chloe is really good. I really like her in general. She has huge screen presence, and I just think she's fantastic in it. Um, I don't want to give too much away because there's a ton of stuff. There's a time travel element that isn't actually traveling in time. Oh, it's a quantum thing. That's okay. based on science, some quantum computing concepts and stuff. And I want Brian to see it so we can have a discussion about the time travel business. Because you always does she does she go into the quantum realm and fight Kang, or is that something else? Something very different. Not not at oh, all okay. that. All um, right. Okay. But it's I don't want to say much more about oh, it. I'm intrigued by that already. That's yeah. great. It's really interesting, and it goes a ton of different places. And on on the one hand, there's almost like this sub, almost justified like story happening in the hometown with like the guy who has all the money and the, the locals and her brother and all this. And there's that whole conflict. And then there's this thing where they're putting on headsets that are bigger than virtual reality. And they do these things called Sims and um, they jump to the year 2099 and that's okay. a trip. And there's a that's ton of world years before or after my thing. Wow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. it, is, it is right. Right. I didn't even think about that. Um, it's on prime, Amazon prime uh, video. It's an original and it's still coming out. There's uh, maybe the final episode just hit or it's close to getting toward the end. Um, I can't wait for the ending. I hope they keep making it. It's fantastic. It's reviewing really well and people should see it. It's called the peripheral uh, streaming now on Amazon prime and is just about over with its first season. Uh, really loved it. Sure. All right, I'm gonna watch it. <clears throat> You'll like. You really like it. The Black Mirror f- quality is there for sure. That's what turned me off. So when I first came across the peripheral, the only time I even considered it, what turned me off was it didn't appear to have like showrunners. There weren't like I wasn't being told by from this creator and this you know amazing Ooh. producer. And, uh, you know, I dug into it a tiny bit and it looked like one of those shows that kind of constructed itself. Mm -hmm. Like it was like really, you know, they were all about the actors. Like I couldn't even figure out like what kind of studio is this out of? Yeah. But you've convinced me. I think you'll like it a lot. I think this is just Amazon throwing a lot of money at something and um, and it's working out. Uh, I got a quick, quick question since you brought brought up Black Mirror and I can't stop thinking about a show that I had to watch last night. Have any of you recommended Sandman? Uh, oh, no, yeah. or did, did we, I miss or that? Brian, I think, did. do we recommend it or do we, we've talked about it a lot, but I don't know if I have any of us recommended it. Yeah. Now that you say it, I don't think we did, but we did, you know, Steven and others and, and probably <laughs> yeah. even in yeah. this segment, I I'm did. sure. We also about. haven't recommended, uh, for some reason, no one on this show has recommended Rings of Power or House of Dragons yet. <laughs> no, Scott did House of Dragons. I did House I of Dragons, I think. Yeah. I think, oh, did I? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't even know I thought if you I did, did that. Because you... <laughs> You talked a lot about the the um, the two actresses that play um, the different ages, yeah. The different Jeez, ages. I think I, really I, I think, think I, that was if, a proper recommendation. Yeah, I think okay, I may have just been. talked about it, but yeah, yeah. Like, oh, sometimes funny. things are so big and in our face that we just yeah because everyone's watching it, you know, so we don't really right. bother. But I'm um, fi- well, I'm finally watching the Sandman, and we watched episode five last night. I was like. I felt like a Black Mirror episode. It was <laughs> yeah. so intense. And I'm like, what? I can't go to sleep now. <laughs> 
I need to watch. I still haven't seen it. I still haven't watched it. It's so stupid. I love the comic. I love Gaiman. Yeah, I don't know what my problem is. I don't know why I'm putting it off. I don't know. It's only I know why because I promised Carter I would wait until she got back from Iceland. So oh, that's cool. That's a that's a good reason. Yeah, she'll get home from Iceland. We'll watch it. There's two things I can't watch: Rings of Power or that until she's home. Everything else is fair game. So <laughs> episode five is a doozy was a doozy for me. So. Wow. All right. Well, enter Sandman. Uh, hey, Guess, Randy, okay. tell us, tell us about your clip. What do you got here? So there's a, there's a newish documentary series on Netflix that seems like it was designed for Scott Johnson. Oh. It seems like this is something Scott would always be uh, encouraged to watch like Netflix would put it in your face and then Scott would watch it and then Scott would recommend it. And when some weeks have gone by and Scott hasn't, I decided, you know what? I'm going to recommend it here on the show. Like I, that's better than like saying to you privately, you should like, I don't want to tell you what to do. Sure. Sure. So <laughs> yeah, do it in public. I like that. Yeah. So this is a, yeah, this is a documentary and it is so right up your alley and I, I enjoyed it. So All right. I'm, I'm super intrigued. Here we go. I'm going to try to tell you as much as I can remember, because it did happen 25 years ago. And because I'm human and I'm flawed, I hope I can remember enough. Once upon a time, Valentine's Day was a very good day for me. 1987, 14 February, I did my first bodybuilding contest. Little did I know that was the beginning of the end. No idea. I just, uh, I, I tried to get from the very, very beginning of this thing. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to tell you too much about it. Um, it's a documentary about a woman you're, you're told up front. This is a woman who's a Marine and a bodybuilder. Her husband was a Marine and a bodybuilder. They are very much in love, but they are very much caustic couple. They have two kids. And I, and this is, there's, this is all being recalled for you now in 2022. So uh, uh, most, most of these people are, you know, participating in this documentary, but with one major exception, which is the husband, because he's dead, Mm. she killed him. Mm. And you know that, you know, that going in, you know, that she killed him and you're going to find out through the, the course of this thing, you know, how that came to transpire. And then, uh, there's a, there's a pretty big court case and so on. What's remarkable about it all is that there's so much footage for you to see of things that happened in the 1980s and the 1990s uh, because it's called killer Sally because Sally, Sally McNeil was a video maker. She made videos of herself. She Mm. loved doing that. Mm. And then after her husband is killed, she's in a, an interrogation room where they, these, this documentarian has all the footage everything uh, everything she said uh, kids come in other people get interviewed there's so much footage that makes this thing up and so it's kind of remarkable because you're you're looking back you're hearing people talking now about what they remember and then you're looking back on it with clear video and sound of what you know went on interesting um, it's called it's, killer sally is the name killer sally is the yeah it's the name of this it's on netflix uh it's three parts I would say, I guess it's maybe a total of two and a half hours long, something mm. like that. Mm. It is, um, it is just, it is really well constructed. You have, uh, for instance, a, uh, a, a guy who is in, in his thirties now, who is her adult son, but was maybe eight years old when his dad was killed in his living room. Mm-hmm. And like oh. he's witnessed it all. And he is now talking about it 
but you also have a little bit of that, you know, contemporaneous footage of this kid. And he is so freaking interesting because ultimately today and back in the day, he's kind of glad she killed his dad. Mm. And he's, and you're like, whoa, I've, I'm not used to people st- looking into a camera and saying, uh, that was the best thing that could have happened to us. <laughs> she's, she's freaking ripped, dude. My gosh, she was. Yeah, bad. she is. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah, did she, so did she, well, you don't have to tell me obviously, but I'm, I'm, I'm now I'm all curious about this is a little sick. Yeah, maybe, is that but, her tank? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were, they were both Marines and yeah, they lived, yeah. they, they lived together in Oceanside, California for a long time. And, uh, so there's some, like, there's all kinds of interesting subjects inside this. There's the world of bodybuilding, which you're going to, you know, you're going to hear a lot about and you're going to ultimately start asking was, were some of these drugs that they're taking, uh, involved in what went down Hmm. and there's the Marines and how things are when you're in the Marines, when you're a bodybuilder in the Marines, when you get out of the Marines, how things are for you. There's this whole world of amateur videotape that she is into. Like she's making these, uh, uh, PG 13 rated amateur videos of herself wrestling men mm. and sending them out to these creeps on the, on not on the internet, but via like magazine yeah. back page orders and stuff. Well, she was ahead and, of her time in that regard. She'd be an only fans hit <laughs> these days. Yeah. And then there is the thing that I realized, Oh, people need to watch this. There is a prosecutor in San Diego who is just, a bad human being. <laughs> and I don't want to, I don't want to say too much about all the various people in this and whether or not I think they're morally right or wrong or whatnot. But this prosecutor, I am willing to judge from the minute you see him, you are just like, Oh, she got a slime ball. She's going to court and being accused of murder and going to jail because she is facing a prosecutor who is just a terrible human being. <laughs> it's like, and there's all the, and they have, current footage of this guy looking into the camera and saying some terrible things. I don't know uh, why this man <laughs> would, would uh, portray himself the way he does, but there you go. Mm. It is, it's just riveting. It's very, very entertaining. Well, uh, it sounds really good. I was, I had queued up my next documentary on Netflix was going to be Pepsi. Where's my jet? Yep. Um, yeah, which was recommended about three weeks ago. Right? Yeah. And I, so uh, which should I watch first? Ooh, they're both. I mean, you should probably watch Pepsi. Where's my jet? Because it was recommended to you first. Yeah, that's true. You know what? I'll do it in chronological order. Great idea. Yeah. Um, for those that don't know but what that is, twenty-year-old attempts to win a fighter jet in a Pepsi sweepstakes set the stage for a Goliath court battle. Yep, you're gonna love. You're gonna really love uh, Killer Sally, Scott. I would say Brian Ibbett might enjoy Killer Sally. I think a lot of people would, but I want to make it really, really clear. This is a documentary about a very, very abusive situation and what makes people into very abusive people. And it, you know, it touches on their history as children and and so forth. It is, uh, I just, I didn't even ask Samantha if she wanted to watch it with me. It's not for everybody. Mm. This is, there's a, a lot of violence, violence toward women. And it really unpacks what happens in court when a woman says, I have been abused and part of the system tries to tell her, no, you're, you're lying. Um, it, that it's, yeah, it's super, super trigger warning for, uh, uh, anybody out there who would, uh, you know, who would be bothered by that sort of, uh, sure. uh, subject matter. Sure. Sure. 
Well, I like a good honest take for that sort of stuff, so I will definitely watch it. Um, all right. Well, nice. Look at all these. Look at these yeah. recommendations we've made today. Just a litany of quality products available right. to you, the listener. <laughs> if you just go subscribe to like three or four channels and also go to quicktms.li. And yep. uh, Brian, yeah, posted Brian's there for all to, to link to. That's right. Uh, either of you Three have Netflixes anything? Netflixes today. Look at that. I know. It's pretty good. You guys have anything you want to rec- or, uh, uh, do or say about anything you got going on? Nicole, you got anything cool happening you want people to know about or anything? Uh, no. No, not at all? I just, just, no. That's just all right. Wood Whispers, Black, uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday week deal. It's Wednesday. Nothing. It's already done. Oh, no. well, done. congratulations right. to all the wood everyone got. Nice job. Yeah, if you want to learn woodworking, come come to the woodwhisperguild.com. Nice. Very nice. I, I, am thinking, oh. I am in the process of putting together a 3D print class. Oh, nice. Oh, cool. Right. That's oh, yeah, yeah. Cool. I'm excited about that for you. That's very yeah. cool. Oh, that's the other thing I wanted to tell both you and Brian. The peripheral has a, a gigantic nod toward the future of what 3D printing is. Oh, cool. That's oh. all I'll say about it, but it's actually very like a practical on the ground sort of use case. It's very interesting. You, you had me at time travel, Scott. No need to sell <laughs> me anymore on this thing. 3D printing. Let's right. do it. Oh it's, my gosh. Now, now there's even more. To it's it. fascinating. Uh, all right. Nicely done. Nicole, we'll see you soon. Randy, anything you have going on? I mean, Just, uh, we're getting ready to sack uh, Supergirl on film sack. And uh-huh. then at thereafter, uh, we're looking into our Christmas season of stuff. I am not making any promises to people out there, but we are considering a couple of potential watch-alongs. And what what I'm looking into kind of deeply is uh, Christmas episodes of things like Doctor Who or The X Files. We did a Christmas ep- episode of The X Files a couple years ago, and it mm-hmm. was such fun. And there's a there's others. So if you're out there and you know of a Christmas episode of a let's just say semi bad TV show mm-hmm. that is streaming for us. Let me know, like yeah. hit, hit us, like mm-hmm. tweet at us or get into our discord. Uh, we have a recommendations channel on the yeah, there's, discord. There's yeah. a, uh, uh, an episode of love boat where uh, doc Bricker tries to bang Santa Claus. So maybe tune in for that one. Ooh. Maybe, maybe we should watch along on that one. I, I Damn. <laughs> that's a strong pick, dude. I like I'm that. Kidding. I'm kidding about the, uh, <laughs> there, okay. there are many, there are many Christmas episodes of love boat, but, uh, <laughs> none of them with Bricker and his, uh, he's such a horn dog. That guy. He is. I, boy, did I not realize that as a kid. Also, I didn't remember that at all as a kid. And I watched How did those, I watch yeah. that show after season three? It's insane. It's insane. That guy should have been defrocked, uh, fired from the cruise ship, uh, had his license, his medical doctor license taken away. No kidding. He's a perv monster. Anyway, do that for Randy. Randy, we'll see you this weekend. Uh, Thank you both for being here. All right. We're about done with the show here. Uh, Real quick. Got a text from a listener. Thought this was interesting. They didn't leave their name, so I don't know who sent it. Oh, no, they did. No, it's (laughs) Anon means anonymous. Sorry. That's not a problem. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big dummy. The name is Anon. Yeah, it's Anon. Uh, Q Anon. No. Uh, Elon, says this person, has turned brands off so much that Twitter would need one in four active users to subscribe to Twitter Blue just to make up the lost ad revenue. Wow. I don't know why he sent me that, but I thought that was an interesting stat. So um, a whole bunch of ads, a whole bunch of advertisers have left. They've kind of, they don't like what's going on. So they're like, eh, probably don't want to have our products on here. So they took off. Um, Apple being a major one that uh-huh. were, was paying them probably in the millions, maybe billions a year. And uh, 
the idea of one in four, one in four active users, that's eight bucks a month, would have to sign up for Twitter Blue. I don't think you can get that number. No. <laughs> no, especially, uh, you know, if if people leave Twitter, who cares who you are, you know, and, and seeing that blue check mark. So it's, it's again, it's kind of that same thing where it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. The fewer people who are paying attention, the fewer people who care that you are the blue check mark that you say you are and therefore no reason to buy it. Right. That's Well, that's I agree with you. Like yeah. I see, I see that blue check mark now, and I go, "Oh, you paid, yeah, paid you eight paid bucks for that." For that? You, I, I don't know that that's really who you are. I have no I mean, idea. It doesn't uh, mean anything anymore. Yeah. Like it yeah. used to mean that you were verified. At the very it least, you were verified. Used to mean something. Yeah, but I, and I realize it was poorly implemented always, but at least it meant verification in the end. Yeah. Now exactly. it doesn't mean jack. So, yeah. good luck. Good luck, everybody. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. We'll uh, see you over on Counter Social, Mastodon, Hive, or wherever everybody Wherever is. else the hell you're going to go. Look at this here. If you want to just, instead of paying for Twitter Blue, which is stupid, uh, throw a little money our way. A dollar a month even would be re- really rad over at patreon.com slash TMS. We need your help. It may as well be you. We're about to start a new month. Great time to jump on patreon.com slash TMS. All the details are there. Frogpants.com slash TMS for everything else. All right, we're done. You know, sometimes it's TMS blue uh, because, you know, we, we say some things in the pre-show that we don't say on the regular show. That's so right, TMS instead blue. Instead of Twitter blue, support uh, Frogpants or T- TMS blue. TMS blue. We work blue. Uh, we go to yeah. Vegas. You know, we do blue things. It's great. Oh, many blue things. Yes, exactly. Uh, let's get to a song. Oh, I haven't, I haven't oh, talked yeah. about go that. Ahead. By the way, folks, uh, this was in the chat room and uh, on Facebook and I think Discord. But um, the contract has been signed and sent, and we've gotten official confirmation from the plaza. Our dates are set. We now have a code that you can use to get cheap dates or cheap, uh, I don't know about cheap dates. You're on your own getting those. But uh, getting uh, room rates. And look, here's the deal with those room rates. They're going to look pretty close to the regular room rates you get off book. Why we need you to use our code is so that we, as a collective we, as the Tadpool family, mm-hmm. we get um, inexpensive access to the ballroom for board games and a bartender in there that's going to keep me well lubricated with uh, gin and tonics all afternoon long that I still have to pay for, sadly. Yep. Um, but yeah, use our use our room code, um, which I think is stream four, if I remember correctly. And um, But go book. Go, go book right now because uh, and the dates um, are what the 26th 27th 24th through the 28th or 24th 25th 26th well we're there that point. yeah that's the week but what's the what are our two like what are the days people will hover around um, there are three days because we have the welcome reception on Monday we have stuff going on all day Tuesday and then we have stuff on Wednesday that culminates in the live TMS show at the Sand Dollar gotcha okay so 24th through the 26th and people fly out Thursday don't try and fly out Wednesday night after all this no 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 um, That's right. Yeah, so 24th through the 26th, and uh, we'll have info up on the website soon enough. Uh, That's right. Which is... Yes, and big thanks to KT Data, who has already offered to take on all the, or a lot of the heavy lifting of the Taskmaster game, if we do one, <laughs> hmm. uh, so that I can be in the board, room, uh, board game room for uh, longer than 15 minutes playing Why Is My ship sinking with red fraggle are you doing the taskmaster thing again is that the plan i am oh interesting yep and and i'm hoping to have an idea of uh what that entails so that if if you know if we need you and and uh some other frog pens producers to get there early on monday um 
so you can do it, then then we'll figure that out. So don't book airline until until uh, I'll let you know. Very nice. Um, <clears throat> all right, well that's it for the show. We should play a song. Do you have one of those? Let's play a song. I have a song. After all that setup, I now have a song. Great. Uh, ANTP per, uh, uh, performer contestant Nikki Ackermans wrote in and said, "Dear Cover Master Blaster, I'm writing this a few months in advance. She did. She wrote this in October, uh, so the, so I forget about it, and it's a surprise to myself. But on this day, I should be all packed up in NYC and ready to move to a brand new state." I'm leveling up, as it were, and starting a new job as assistant professor in Alabama. That means I get to start my own lab running mad scientist sheep experiments. It also means I'll officially become a member of the southern faction of the tadpole. Uh, You'll always be New York to us. Uh, And and giant weird sunglasses. I'm 100% (laughs) excited for all the new things coming my way and looking forward to my first crawdad boil. Hope I said that right. Mm. If it so pleases the cover master, I'd like to request a good cover of Sweet Home Alabama to commemorate this day or any song that fits the theme. Wish me luck. Signed, Dr. Nikki. Nice. She's oh, great. So we love exciting. her. Yes. I want all good things to happen to Dr. Nikki. I don't care. She's so fantastic. Anyway, she uh, said any cover of Sweet Home Alabama, as long as it's not ska, I've got one for you that's not ska. And this is a fun one. It completely changes it. More like a skiffle song here's the band clumsy lovers from the very cleverly titled album under the covers from 2002 and their cover of leonard skinnard's sweet home alabama very nice we'll see you guys tomorrow big wheels keep on turning gonna carry me back see my king singing songs about southland will it miss alabama once again i think it's a sin well, her Mr. Young sing about her Well, her heard O'Neill put her down Well, O'Neill Young will remember The son man don't need him around And I'm sweet home Alabama Where the skies are so blue Sweet home Alabama Lord, I'm coming on to you Part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Oh, yeah.